Boom! Here goes the opening. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you thumbs up. Ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. We are live. Let's see jazz hands, people. Come on. I hope everyone has their big girl panties on tonight. We're going to do... Why are you ashen, babyface P? I don't know why. I've been working in the garage. What else do you expect from me? I'm always filled. It's ashen. Okay. Patrick is ashen. I live, yeah. I live my no, life filthy. Ashen, Ashen. He looks like a chimney chimney sweep. Yeah. With uh, soot or gunpowder all over him. Hopefully you're fixing, making something or doing something uh, productive. I am. I am. I was getting measurements on the lathe so we can get a plate made. So I'm working. I'm working on it. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. We've also, we've got Richard Hughes. You can see him up there. I don't see pebbles, but we got Richard uh, Hughes. He's in the cage. Okay. He's in the cage. We also have Mike from MW Tactical joining us. Boom, there you go. Shout out to everyone out there in the world. As you guys come in, make sure you thumbs ups. This show's brought to you by Safety Harbor Firearms. Walter is still sick. So, Lazy. Yeah, he decided Ooh, to take there off. there he is. There's Pebbles. Yeah. Oh, there goes Pebbles. All right. Oh, sorry, the All show. Right. Pebbles in the... Got to put him closer. You got to put him closer to the camera. Uh, there we go. There What's we that? go. Woo, look at that. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> He's like, wait... What is this thing? <laughs> All right, cool. That's what we are the first. I don't know who else has a parrot on their on their podcast. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I think we're the only ones. I think we're the only ones right now. So yeah, as everyone's coming in here, please uh, smash the thumbs ups. Uh, tonight's episode is number four ten, and uh, the title is NRA. Is there a big donor revolt in the works? Oh, is that the the article about the? Um the lawyer donating to Democrats. Have we talked to, did you see that? No lawyer. Oh man. I'm going to have to pull that article up. I meant to yeah. send it to you. Okay. So this one, and we'll get into it here once we uh, catch up with everyone, but I'll show you guys the article real quick. I'll throw it up here. Um, uh, it's New York times NRA donor directs a revolt against radioactive leader. Um, so that's the article that I'm talking about. We'll go through this here and who this guy is. Um, just as a quick thing, his name is uh, David D'Aquila, which you have never heard of. But apparently he represents, he says he gives over 100000 every year to the NRA, but he, but he collectively as a group, he's representing people who give $134 million. And so he's a bundler. Yeah, and I think that they are not going to give anything until they get some uh, they get some some action out of the NRA. We'll go through that article here in a second once we catch up to everyone. Let's see who should we start with. I'm going to start with uh, Richard Hughes. What the heck's going on uh -oh. with you, Richard? Yeah, just I'm under corporate house arrest, and hopefully I get a note from the warden that lets me out. Uh, so this week I got to stay within 50 miles of the office in Orlando, which means I don't get to go home. Oh, but I they did bring toys with me. Do they have you in like a, a apartment or yeah. a hotel? <laughs> Looks like a hotel. Yeah, I I rent a place in Orlando. Oh, okay. So ah. during the week, that's where I stay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So why do they? Why can? Why can't you go outside of 50 miles? You've got to be available. You got to be on call or something. So here's the goof. Um, Technically, I'm not even allowed in the data center. You you got to hand scan in. There's all sorts of you know security and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But if the VPN goes down, the VPN server goes down, I have to be able to be plugging into our network within <laughs> an hour, oh. which Jesus. has never gone down. 
<laughs> Babyface, this is your line of uh, I, that, expertise, I guess. That's not fun. Yeah, no, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That's not okay. Fun. <laughs> we don't yeah. have to so worry about that. like, you got to be home for the fourth? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, that that's going to have all kinds of suck written on it. Actually, we're not going to be here Thursday and Friday, just so everyone knows. There's going to be no show Thursday and Friday. There is going to be a show tomorrow, which we'll talk about a little later. There's a surprise. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys guess. Everyone out there in the chat right now, guess who's one of the people out there. Yeah, I'll give you a clue in the gun community <laughs> that you would the most like to talk to night. right now. Yeah, that you would very much like to talk to. Throw that up there if there's someone that you would very much like to talk to out there, and we'll let you know if you uh, actually came up with a person. So, you know, we'll get into that. Let's see. We Okay, we got Mike from MW Tactical also joining us. Mike, what's up with you, man? Man, not too much. You know me, just doing competition training, um, getting involved into the community, and mm-hmm. trying to make things happen. All right, very cool, very cool. You don't have to stay close to the data center or... Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, but you know, um, I did give Richard my phone number and told him told him if he needs backup, go ahead hit me up. You know, I'll be down there in a moment's notice. Oh, you know about computers, <laughs> do you? You're an IT guy. Nah, nah, nah. You know how it goes with me. You know, being military, you just tell me I need this to happen. I'll make it happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shoot it. Shoot it some more. Exactly. In it. <laughs> You're not using the right rounds. <laughs> Keep going at it. Okay, we also got Babyface P, who I've, I think I saw you a couple hours ago, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, what's up let's with see you? what's going on. We did a we did a quick video. It's currently storming outside. Yes, yeah, uh, I have a video going up. Probably as we're doing this podcast, I'll I'll throw it up because I got. Oh, let me see if I can turn around. Oh, wait, wait, oh. wait, wait, wait! I'm, I'm hooked in. I'm hooked in. Check that out. You're going to have to stand up. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. zoom in on you. There you go. Look at that. You got a look. You're officially a YouTuber now, man. Look at I you. I know. You got, I have. I got, got the logo on a shirt and somebody made them for me. So yeah. uh, it's pretty awesome. We are. I'm getting close to a thousand subs. When I hit a thousand, uh, I'm going to give a couple of the shirts away. I had a couple extra made for me. Oh, cool. So we're going to give those away. And I got other stuff. We'll find some other stuff to give away. So, yeah. Very, very good. Congratulations. Uh, invite everyone to go over there and check out Babyface P on yes, YouTube. Please. We're getting uh, close. We're getting very close. Right. Check out MW. What's the What's your favorite thing for the people to get up on, Mike? MW Tactical or yeah, just Instagram? Go to, um, yeah, I, I mainly I'll be on Instagram. So if you just go to www.m-wtactical.com, click on the media link, and it, it has um, links to everything I'm a part of. All right, sweet. What about you, Richard Hughes? Uh, let's see, uh, like flyingrich.com is always a good place. All of my social media there is mm-hmm. there or mm-hmm. flying rich official on Instagram. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, I see John Gilliam asked a question. I don't know if other people have questions, but he says, uh, Hey Hank, you didn't get anything from people buying your shirt. I bought at least five or six of them. Uh, if Ouch. you've, if you've bought, if you've bought one of our, sh- or any of our shirts in the last year, maybe even more than a year, Um, No, I haven't. Not yet. Uh, We're working on that. Hopefully that'll all get worked out. But right now I would say no, not at this point. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, Let me see. I don't know if there's any more questions and comments out there. If, If the if you guys out there have questions, let me know. I'm trying to like scroll down here and catch up with everyone right now. Um, I see we've got close to 100 people. We don't even have like 50 thumbs ups. Come on. Thumbs up the show. 
Let's make it happen. We got parrots on here for you. We got Babyface P. You know, we got Richard Hughes, Mike from MW Tactical. Um, I've got some guns. I'm sure these guys have some guns they want to show. I don't know about Richard. Wait, is, is MW a small? Because I got a T-shirt for him. Is he a small? He looks like a schmedium. He's tall but skinny. <laughs> You give me a Schmedium shirt, I'm pretty sure I will give it to my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> What's, your size? The What's your size then? What's your size, Mike? Oh, <laughs> uh, My shirt size is either large or extra large, depending on the cut of the shirt. Oh, oh okay. All right. Fine. Yeah, we, we picked up a, sh- a Trump shirt because yeah. Trump was in town, and he's looking all thug rapper with the gold chains and stuff like that and tats. Yeah, what size is that shirt, and where the hell is it? Because I haven't seen it yet. It's in my car. I think it's, I don't know if it's a medium. I think it's a medium. Oh, okay. How come it didn't uh, go in the mail or anything like that? Well, I figured I would save you the burden of mailing it to you. Uh No, I mean saving Lola the burden of receiving it and then mailing Uh it to somebody that when we pick who gets it. Oh, are we (laughs) supposed to give that shirt away? I forgot. Who are we supposed to give that shirt to? Yeah, we didn't pick Uh anyone. Okay, we're supposed to pick someone to get where? Okay, you don't have the shirt right now, right? Uh, I can run out to the car. Yeah, if you can, get the shirt so we can show the people. (laughs) Let's see if anyone even wants the shirt. (laughs) That's the that's the first thing. No, have you heard about this shirt, Babyface? I don't know. I I don't think I have. Oh, okay. What about you, Mike? You ever heard of this shirt that we're talking about here? Nah, actually. Oh, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I think this was the episode that we had American Gun Check. I think it was American Gun Chick, it was Richard Hughes, maybe Walter, where Richard went to a Trump rally and he was hanging out with the people protesting Trump. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. But then they would do... Did he, like, was he, like, uh, inconspicuous, like, blending in with the crowd or something? Yeah, he survived. He survived. Oh, man. (laughs) But he was talking to us while he was doing it. It was cool. You know, he was like, our man on the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were the, you know, the big baby Trumps. Have you seen those big blow up mm-hmm. ones? They had all those big blow up ones. Uh, they had the little balloons. And then there was dudes out there selling uh, pro Trump stuff. So um, I don't think Richard saw anyone selling anti Trump stuff. But there are definitely people out there getting their uh, pro Trump money. It takes, Hank, it takes investment money to, uh, it takes capital by stuff to sell out there you think they're gonna buy anti-trump stuff to sell yeah i guess so you are you trying to say that the socialists don't just uh give them that stuff for free yeah that's right yeah <laughs> yeah so um yeah that's let's see we'll get richard to come on with that uh richard harper says who would want that sure they would be crazy and then he's trying to say dibs okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. I I don't know what size it was. I thought it was at least a large. We'll see what it is. Um, I thought he said a medium. Yeah, um, maybe it could be. It could it be. Ain't maybe, fit maybe, me. Maybe, yeah, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> it's definitely not going to fit me. I could tell you that right now. No mediums are fitting me. So, um, any news out there that you guys have going on that you want to talk about before we get into this, Mike or, no, or Babyface? Really. No, actually, I've been so out of the link for the past couple months i really don't know what's going on in the news mm-hmm. you don't know no unless like i just in general conversation and somebody say something then i look okay. it up you haven't been looking at any kind of news uh where are you what's what state are you in 
I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, okay. So you guys, I'm assuming, don't have an iguana problem like we do in uh, Florida. <laughs> South Florida. Yeah. No, nah, it's pretty yeah. hot here right now. <laughs> yeah, because South Florida, the iguana problem is so bad here now that basically they're saying um, it's open season. Homeowners, if you see iguanas, you got to shoot them or kill them. I don't, I don't know, whatever method is you a, have. Is an iguana um, like dangerous in any way? Not really. Uh, they're pretty they're nasty. Yeah, they're, they're nasty though. Animals. They'll bite. They'll bite, but they can't like. They really can't like open skin or anything. They just it just hurts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I yeah, think they're, they're nasty. They're nasty. Creatures. I would love. Yeah. I would love to go with a suppressed twenty-two down to South Florida and just start popping iguanas out of trees. Yeah, I Actually, hear they're good eating too. I'm just saying. I've heard well, they're good eating. That's what I was gonna say because my friend Roy from Brownells. Um, he keeps asking me about that. He's like, you're in Florida. Um, yeah, I heard it's open season on iguanas. I want, I've got iguana recipes. Oh my God. Okay. Here we go. The Trump one. Yeah. So here goes, here goes. (laughs) This is so stupid. That is ridiculous. That looks like Trump's head on Justin Bieber's body or something like that. The Don. Make America great again. Um, what size is the shirt, Richard? Let's see. It is a medium. Oh, it's a medium. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of gun people out there that are going to actually uh, be able to fit in this shirt. <laughs> I, know this <laughs> not, sounds, not I know this sounds bad, but lots of gun dudes are big. I mean, I'm like double extra large. <laughs> I don't know a lot of medium dudes out there, so, you know. Richard we'll Bonder says they taste like chicken. I've heard that from other people, too. They have sort of the same texture and flavor as chicken. Yeah, throw your hands up if you want to eat iguana. I'll do it, no problem. Oh, baby face. Hey, now, remember when we was in Dallas um, mm-hmm. for NRA last year? Um, I actually had alligator then. Oh, uh, alligator's good. Yeah, it, it depends on who cooks it. Yeah, I, I just couldn't make a determination if it was fish or chicken. You it's, know what I'm saying? It's kind of that, yeah, it's kind of that in-between. Mm-hmm. It, it's... Yeah. So every every time I pop one in my mouth, I was like, man, that tastes kind of fishy. Next one, eh, maybe that was chicken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, from what I've heard, iguanas basically the same taste. Yeah. As long as we don't go apocalyptic, I'm not eating iguanas. I'll do it. But if we go I'll apocalypse, I'll try just about anything once. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. if if the if the iguana meat is something like a, a delicacy, I'm down to catch or shoot him or whatever, and wait, so. We. We need uh, Rod on here to find out. Uh, yeah, Rod if, Mills. If, if it, you know. Yeah. Is Rod Mills our street meat expert or something? <laughs> That's the <laughs> <new> official title. <laughs> did, hold on. Did y'all just call him Rada? I know. I said Rod Mills. Rod Mills. <laughs> no, no. Richard, did he just call him Rada? I don't know. No, no. He said Rod, Rod, uh. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Rodham Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Next uh, time, tell Marley, next time we go down south, because her, her dad lives down uh, just north of Miami a little bit, like in West Palm area, mm-hmm. where they have a ton of these. I wish you just take a 22 and start popping them. Yeah. So you said that they're open yeah. season now? Yeah. The, yeah. Well, Let me see if I can pull out the article. Just air rifle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I have a 22 with a can, so it. Just as good. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Mutiny for the Cat gave oh. us 99 cents. Thank you very much. Dollar. We appreciate it. Um, no, Ivan me. He said he wants the shirt. Who's <laughs> texting you? Ivan. Tyvin, are you a medium? Uh, Tyvin's a skinny little dude. He's probably medium. Yeah, he is. He's, yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah. 
Tyvin's going to have to work for it. He's going to have to work for it. Listen, you yeah. cook skunk for me, I'll give it a try. <laughs> uh-uh. I'll try it. I've had uh, I've had tongue before. I've had heart. I think that's the most exotic I've ever eaten. The tongue was a little weird just because I knew what it was. Tongue of what? I don't want you to eat anything that yeah. tastes good. Yeah, tongue of what? Cow? Cow tongue? Cow tongue. Yep. Oh, Did it taste grassy? You know what's funny is it was pretty good, actually. It's just thinking the idea of what it was kind of kind of bugged me. Escargot is also really good. The snails, if you've ever had snails, they're listen, cooked properly. It's delicious. Listen, every human being out there has probably accidentally bit bitten their own tongue. Why do you want to deliberately eat the tongue of anything? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) You know, that's just going to be as painful as eating the nuts out of something. (laughs) I've never done that before. Was it squishy? Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. That's the thing is it was it was like squishy. It wasn't like a hard muscle. It was weird. They had it. They had it like thinly sliced, almost like uh, almost like sandwich meat. It was it was on a cruise ship. So normally I wouldn't order something like that. But I was on a cruise. I figured I might as well try it. Yeah, Kathleen Music Lover says Beaver Burger. Uh, I'm guessing she's got Beaver Burgers out there for whoever. I, I mean, <laughs> is that what, is the real name for the other name for street meats? <laughs> <laughs> That's a definitely a street meat. That's definitely a street meat. Uh, Ronald Hot Boy says he eats lips. Uh, Again, are we talking about street meat? I don't know. I don't know. Some weird stuff going on here. Let me. <laughs> other one I want to go hunting for is um, uh, what's it? Lionfish here in Florida, right off the coast. I hear that stuff is great fish. Great yeah. white fish. What is uh? What is? Yeah, you can spearfish. There's a guy down in Tampa that made a an extended barrel for his Glock, and he would shoot <laughs> underwater. You put the barrel like right up next to the fish and just pop it and. Yeah. Supposedly they are like excellent whitefish. Right. Plus, state of Florida wants them gone. They're um, super super expensive. So uh, let me see. Someone says rock mountain oysters, Rocky Mountain oysters. Rocky I don't Mountain know. oysters. What, what, what the hell is that? I have no idea. Um, you don't know? No, well, I don't think I want to know. Some for yeah, we'll no thanks. Mm, don't want don't it. Tell them. We'll no, just don't want it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Let's know. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> don't no thank you <laughs> thank you very much but no <laughs> i'll tell you in spanish no <laughs> never tried that i'd be willing to try it but i'm not going to go buying one from a from a 7-eleven by myself because yeah. that just feels weird um and then someone here <laughs> someone says uh, oh camp david says no walter no gun talk we're gonna we're gonna definitely do gun talk what? i'm waiting Thanks, for 100 really. thumbs ups there's 110 oh, people we, we got, there's 110 right, so people watching people. us right we're now yeah. Listen, uh, we're talking about sweet meats, so just enjoy the sweet meats talk. What I do for a living—that'll that'll bore them to death. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let me throw up this iguana thing. So Florida officials declare open season on iguanas as lizard population boom. This is from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The Florida government, uh, the Florida state government, recently declared open season on iguanas, which have invaded the state and are considered a nuisance. The uh, green lizards have been spotted in Florida since the 1960s, but in recent years, they've exploded in number. The Washington Post reported the reptiles are native to Central America, parts of South America, and some eastern Caribbean islands. Uh, It's unknown exactly how big the Florida iguana population is, but state officials have said it's too big and are encouraging (sighs) residents to kill the scaled creatures. 
Hell yeah. Uh, homeowners um, do not need a permit to kill iguanas on their own property, and the uh, Florida Wildlife Commission encourages homeowners to kill green iguanas on their own property whenever possible. So there you go. Huh? So what's the... What's the animals that eat iguanas? Nothing. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't think they have um, – they don't have any natural predators so that I know of. The, the problem with the population – they've been in Florida since the 60s, and the problem is global warming. And Al Gore hasn't mentioned this in his book, but <laughs> because <laughs> – no, I'm serious. The uh, uh-huh. Because the climate – and I, I don't believe in anthropogenic global warming. Mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe the planet does whatever the heck it wants. I can't change it. Um, yeah, and it naturally the, heats up, cools down. Yeah. It, it's done that for millions of years right. before there were SUVs. Yeah. Yes. We're trying yes. to talk yes. about records we've kept for like 50 years, 100 years, or 200 years for right. billions right. of years old planet. But okay, go ahead. Got it. So there have been multiple ice ages between the ice ages or warming periods, and nobody had an SUV then. So <laughs> I call BS on all this crap. Mm-hmm. So the problem is the temperatures have been rising, and the iguanas in Florida, because there's no predators, were regulated by freezes. They freeze, mm-hmm. they die. They'd freeze off the trees and die, yep. Oh, yeah, did they, they die or fall asleep or, or something like that? Because I see, I think I've seen well, that happen. I mean, some of the population will die off from being frozen. Oh, okay. they're, yeah, they're not warm-blooded. They're cold-blooded. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, the, they're the homeless people of South Florida. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you Come didn't on, you it's a good thing it. you didn't make that joke baby face <laughs> it's a good thing we're comedians here i guess but you're right it says uh it says here that biologists consider climate change to be the culprit for making conditions just right for iguanas to thrive yep. uh warmer temperatures are causing the lizards to go further north university of florida scientist joseph wasilowski told the post um, and then it says here that uh, iguanas can, can also be killed year-round and without permit on 22 public lands in South Florida. So, Yeah, that's Let's what we're go. doing next. I'm, yeah. I'm in. I go popping some iguanas. It's probably really fun. Yeah. And it also <laughs> says here, uh, while homeowners can shoot iguanas to get rid of them, uh, Whiskala Whiskey recommends a, using a professional iguana removal service. What the hell is that? That's me. That's me. aggressive. Professional iguana removal service at your service. Yeah, <laughs> if that if that is my friend Roy Hill, he will remove those iguanas right into a pot for you. <laughs> now, don't a lot of people like have them as pets? Some do, and I I think that's how they got into the wild, right? They like escaped mm-hmm. captivity and bred out of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's usually yeah. how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing, and there is money in this. And see, we just talked about guns. You could shoot them. It's official. This is official to a conversation we're having. Um, so the article, if you read that article, goes on to say Exotic Meat Markets, a California-based company that sells items like lion steak. Uh, I didn't know you can have that. And raccoon sausage. I got your raccoon sausage right here. Uh, It's hoping to uh, help control the iguana population by selling iguana meat. Owner Ansu Pathak told the Sun Sentinel, I'm making iguana sausages, hot dogs, iguana burgers. (laughs) Again, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I think that would still be a turnoff to just say, okay, they're out of control. Let's cook them. That's like saying, okay, the dog population got out of control. <laughs> Let's cook. Start cooking meat. In some places wait, 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 in the wait, wait, world, wait. they do this. 
Mm-hmm. In China, there's no problem with a dog population. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this happens in some places. In, in fact, the world. their festival isn't that like this week, last week, something. Yeah, they, yeah, they like people. People are offering to cook it in restaurants as exotic meat when you could just walk out in your front lawn, baseball bat it, <laughs> take yeah. it in the kitchen, and get busy with it. Are we talking dogs or iguanas? Iguanas. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, Michael Bender says iguana removal is a scam. My dogs eat them. <laughs> I, I've seen them be like when I lived in uh, West Palm Beach, man. Those things could be nasty, and they can get they can get big too. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah. Get the size of a small puppy. <laughs> yeah. Have, have either one of you all been chased like, by one? No. Let me, Marv. Before you leave, have you been chased by iguana when you were in South Florida? No. Never been chased by one. Uh, no, she's never been chased by one. Yeah, she I've, grew up. Yeah, I've seen them, but they get they don't like being messed with. Hell no. I gotta tell you that right now, they don't take kindly. Wait, does, do you guys remember the Cheech and Chong episode with you smoke the dope and you become a lizard? No, there was this is an episode or a movie? A movie, yeah. Oh, a movie. Okay, yeah, you said it like I don't know if it was a T. Te- I don't think I've ever seen a Cheech and Chong movie, to be honest. No, uh, no, I'm not a uh, I don't uh, partake in the marijuana's, <laughs> so I don't. I've never, no, I've never watched a Cheech and Chong movie, I've never watched a Medea movie for that, for that matter. So, there's oh, my is it Ma- what did you say, Medea? Is that what it is? Yeah. It's Medea, right? Yeah, yeah, Medea. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm there. You don't put roots on uh, Mr. Uh, Terry. <laughs> huh? You don't put roots on him. What do you call it? <laughs> oh, I thought it was Medea. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I've no, I've never seen any of those movies, so mm-hmm. don't know anything about it. But yeah, I mean, I know of Cheech and Chong, but I've never seen the movie. Richard is surprised by that. <laughs> I'm still fascinated about the. Iguana, because I could have swore that they were pets. Now they're out of control, yeah. and yeah, now I we're mean, talking about cooking them. That's yeah. like pythons. That's uh, the pythons were introduced as pets originally. They got loose, and now they're all over the Everglades. Mm-hmm. And we again, we want the state wants them gone because they yeah. they will actually screw with populations. They'll eat like alligators, and they get big enough to eat gators. Um. So everyone's saying up in smoke. I guess that's the Chi Chong movie. That uh, was 1978. Okay, and then DC2 Megaboo says uh, Pee Wee Herman was in it. Is that true? Uh, I never never seen it, so I couldn't tell you. Um, and Dan Hates You says Medea goes to SHOT Show. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, DCG44 says, dude, no Cheech and Chong WTF. <laughs> uh, Brick says it would be funny if you are iguana hunting and uh, it comes out of the bushes like a Komodo dragon. <laughs> it's going to get some shots. the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Kathleen Music Lover says Mike wants iguana burgers. Hey, so. I'm telling you. Yeah. So. I'll take one as a pet, but not a burger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so there we go. Uh, let's see what's going on here. So do you guys want to talk about this article in the New York Times? I don't know if you've, if everyone's had a chance to check it out. I'll throw it up here for a second so everyone can see it. The headline is NRA donor directs a revolt against radioactive leader. And uh, basically it's a picture of a dude sitting in a, in a chair with a safe behind him and a black bear mounted to something. I don't recognize this guy. 
Um, it's the title, the under it, it says David D'Aquila, a major contributor to the NRA, is rallying donors to withhold millions and calling for an end to the quote unquote soap opera of infighting, uh, which is a is a good quote. Right. That pretty much seems like a soap opera at this point. Um, So so this is from Nashville. Even as the National Rifle Association has been consumed by relentless and increasingly public infighting, Wayne LaPierre has maintained a firm grip on its leadership. Now one of the gun group's major benefactors says he's preparing to lead an insurgency among wealthy contributors to oust Mr. LaPierre as chief executive, along with his senior leadership team. Such a rebellion would represent a troublesome new threat to Mr. LaPierre as his organization's finances and uh, vaunted political machine are being strained. Amid a host of legal battles, most notably the New York Attorney General's investigation into its tax-exempt status, David D'Aquila, the restive donor, said the NRA's internal welfare, or warfare, excuse me, has become a daily soap opera and is decaying and destroying the NRA from within and it needs to stop. You know, the, yes, I agree with that. Wayne must go, as we talked about in a hashtag last week. Uh, he had he added, even if these allegations regarding Mr. LaPierre and his leadership are false, he has become radioactive and must step down. Until that happens, Mr. D'Achilia, retired technology consultant. I never heard of this guy. I don't know if anyone has, mm-hmm. who has given roughly $100,000 to NRA in cash and gifts, said he would suspend donations, including his pledge of the bulk of an estate worth several million dollars. He said he was among a network of wealthy NRA donors who would cumulatively withhold more than $134 million in pledges, much of it earmarked years in advance through estate planning, and would soon give the gun group's board a list of demands for reform. Good. I hope that they actually list, because clearly they're not listening to us. Yeah. We, we, as a whole, probably give them more money, but as one single entity, don't. So they don't give a shit what we have to say right. as a, you know, but hopefully this amount of money will get them to pipe up. And hopefully, because I know, Hank, you've said before that he's doing the whole Putin thing of being uh, just like proxy presidents and whatnot. Hopefully that doesn't happen. He doesn't. Right. Can Wayne up here doesn't continue to have any any hand in the cookie jar. Just he needs to be gone and have no say in future anything. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he can actually be ousted. I'm still I, in doubt of that. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I don't know guys. if it's possible. I'm with yeah. you. I, I think he has so much control over this, and maybe mm-hmm. the the close circle of people that he has had has the board in lockdown. They have yep. so much so such close control of this that there's probably no way to get rid of him at this point. Um, yeah, this article goes on. It says they can't verify that number. The 134 million, but I think eventually what's going to happen here is there are going to be donors, and then not just in the private sector. I think that there's, um, well, I guess it's the private sector, but there's lots of people who are in the industry, the firearms industry, that give uh, money to the NRA, and those guys need to wake up to what's going on here and withhold that money. Do yeah, the same thing sure. these guys are talking about, you know? Yeah. Yep. And I, I'm hoping my my hope is. That we and I say we loosely because I'm not a member of the NRA at the moment, but I'm mm-hmm. hoping that the NRA can come out stronger on the other side. Just yeah. cut the cut the fat, get out the other side, looking leaner and meaner, and ready to actually start fighting for what all of us believe in, instead of just 
hoping the next thing comes along so they can make more money off of us. Yeah, it has to happen fast, though. I don't I think there's a time. That's the scary thing. No, no, it needs to be happening like soon, very soon. Yeah. Shoe Soul says gun community is a very small portion of the NRA revenue. Gun guys are very cheap. Um, But there's a lot of gun guys out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's uh, I'm trying to remember what the membership things are. I know we've gotten we've I've gotten so many emails and so many letters, but I'm refusing to uh, I, I never got a life membership. I don't know what what's the status of everyone's membership here. Do you guys go year by year or do you have a life one? So I had a yearly membership. I may have let it lapse, but my wife, she saw signed on for five years. I don't know if somebody called her up and. And, you know, she did that without me. I, mm. I'm like, really? Do you know what's going on? Mm. And Recently? No yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Last month or so. Oh, Shlemiel Shlemazel. I think they've been, like, hitting people up hard with the uh, with the telemarketing. I know of I'm course. getting lots of calls. Yeah, I'm blocking all those calls. Yeah, I, I have already sent a couple emails back to them. Yeah. Because, um, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not having it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Billy Phoenix says they ask for money even after membership and have started fear-mongering oh, yeah. via asking for more money, and they don't tell us what they're doing with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think most people are yearly. I see Hootie Who's out there. Shout out to him. Uh, Pew Pew Park says, I'm a member of GOA. I will never touch NRA in its current state. Uh, I'm a member yeah, of GOA. I don't know about you guys. You guys uh, with uh-huh. GOA? Yep. Okay. I think uh, they're the best, the best one in the group at the moment yeah so mike so. what are, what's your status on the nra thing i think yeah i'm i'm a life member with the nra okay, okay. but um i also believe that um every organization when money's involved you're going to have your ups and downs but after they do a restructuring and actually come to a standpoint of okay this is where we need to be at and this is how we need to move forward i think everything is going to get put back on track in a positive light uh, right now, they just need transparency. But even at the same instance, when you sit there and you look at it, if you d- demolish the NRA completely total, what will happen to the gun industry as a whole? Um, yeah, that's a it's a scary idea or scary thought for yeah. sure. Well, not just the I gun industry. I think the the Second Amendment. Uh, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Richard. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I think it would cause a vacuum. Like if the NRA disappeared, like it fell apart, went bankrupt, whatever, I think there would be a vacuum and something else would go in its place. But mm-hmm. you're right. There, There's always the worry that, hey, if these guys disappear, you know, it's kind of like they're half selling us out. They're half stabbing us in the back. Do you, do you want to just have nobody out there? Is And it's, one of the things. Yeah. Go ahead, Richard. Well, one of the things that I worry about is I don't know who this guy is in the New York Times article. It's like he's not a buddy of mine. Is he a buddy of any of yours? Does he think just like me, you, Walter? Does, you know, you don't know because this guy could be just as bad. He might want to have the jet and all the suits and everything. Mm -hmm. I think this guy's calling for um, I think this guy's calling for Cox to be put back in. Uh, let me see if I can go through and find that here. First of all, it says the extent of any rebellion is difficult to discern, and the NRA insist- insisted it still had the firm backing of its donor base. Uh, Mr. LaPierre has also retained the support of the NRA's 76-member board with fewer than a handful of public defections, and it would take a three-fourths vote by the board and one of its committees to oust him. 
So there you go. Um, and then it goes on here. I'm going to try to find that part, but it goes on here to say, but there have been signs of wavering grassroots support, including a recent announcement. Uh, it says someone's name who I'm not putting that person's name here um, just because, like, I don't, I don't think it's cool that they put his name up here. A gun enthusiast with more than 4 million followers on YouTube uh, that announced he was cutting ties with the NRA. That's, of course, um, Hickok. So basically, this article is talking about him. Uh, let's see if we can go on here. Um, I'm trying to see. So I want to jump in. One right. of the things that I look for, I'm, I'm very aware of you know, conservative versus liberal. Mm -hmm. And there's one paragraph here that really bothers me. It says, Karen, Carolyn Mel, why can't I talk? Carolyn Meadows of the NRA, mm -hmm. uh, Carolyn Meadows. The NRA's president said in a statement that we are disappointed whenever donors choose to suspend their support to the NRA, but we hope to win them back. She added, people may resist change, but they embrace progress. Progress is a big lefty word. You know, they always talk about <laughs> yeah. progressive. And so change agent in progress in anybody's statement, that's like run away. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if that was just an accident, but I would not put those words in any kind of statement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, let me see, almost at the bottom of this article, it says uh, both Mr. Diakila and the second donor want Mr. Cox to return to the NRA and become his chief executive. So uh, that's <laughs> interesting. What do you guys think about that aspect of it, uh, as well as what, what Richard's bringing up uh, with maybe like some progressive uh, cold gotta, words thrown in. Yeah, you got to remember a lot of the people that are in office right now, they already set the pathway, the rules they got in place. They know the ins and out of who to talk to and everything mm -hmm. to make make it run smooth on their end. But just like anything else, as we already stated, that organizations that have large sums of money, mm -hmm. there's going to be some um, some ties or some dealings that other people are not going to agree with because honestly think about it once you start talking about infringing the second amendment right how many people's palms got greased to conserve it and save you know so it's it's one of those things you got to take the good with the bad sometimes but in the sense i honestly believe that um even though a lot of people are against the nra you know i still think it's room for a rebound and um but I do believe that our community will not survive unless we have the backing of the NRA. So, OK, when you say a rebound, a rebound under what circumstances? As it is right now, you think they can just come back as it no. is right now or with some kind of change? Uh, with some type of change, because right okay. now it's, it's too much turmoil going on because, like I said, we're not behind closed doors. So the only thing I can do is speculate and it's this side pitted against this side, and it's just a bunch of barking going on between the two. But like I said, it's an uh, organization. It's um, member base. You know, we all gave money to them, and we feel like we need to be entitled to that. But since we're not, we have to let the elected officials do their job. And the only thing you really can do is write those um, officials and try to get answers out of it. Put pieces to the puzzle. Voice your concerns. And hopefully... Mm -hmm you know, those concerns will spark an idea, you know, to make it better in a sense. But it's not going to happen. Change is not going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. You know, so this, this is probably going to take about a year or two to get something rolling, whereas 
forward progression can start again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what do you guys think about that? I'm getting people, like a couple of people here, saying they don't like Cox either. They don't want to see, uh, you know, they don't want to see so him I, come back either. Go ahead, Richard. I'm big on Nuke and Pave. I'm, I'm really big on, you know what? Get as many people out, get as new, much new blood in as possible. It's, it's kind of like politics. It, it's like a toilet. Every once in a while, you need to flush it. Get them the heck out. Get new people in. Get people that think like us. Not When has the NRA done something for us? I mean, they, they were on board with all of the bands. You know, the, the background check that was an NRA device, mm-hmm. um, the – the assault weapons ban that was NRA, the bump stock ban that was NRA. When have they done something for us? When, when did they get us silencers? When did they, you know, get the? Is it the Hughes Act that uh, it's prohibits mm-hmm. in nineteen eighty six? Yep. Yep. But you also got to remember too that the assault weapons ban was an agreement because when um, President Clinton was in office, he was about to sign something that was going to put a ban on all semi-automatic firearms. And um, NRA stepped into that, and they came up with that deal for the um, 10-year AR-15 ban. Yeah, but, I mean, what does that, you know, maybe, I I don't think that that deal was what we're looking for. Better to have him try to to, uh, push forward whatever he was doing and then and then challenge it and push back on that. They're still going to they're still going to try to do that. That's the ultimate goal here to completely ban firearms in America, you know, semi-automatic whatever whatever you want to whatever you want to make of it. That's the ultimate goal. Uh, Safety Harbor Firearms Walter says when the board members circle the wagons, nothing will change. Yep. Right. Um you know, I think that's what uh, I think this thing's going from like worse to even more worse. If that makes any kind of sense. Well, um, the situation's thing not getting is, better I, right now. Yeah, I think a lot of the articles that are, are being written are, you know, leaked sources without the full story. People are speculating and taking the mm-hmm. word of the leaked source and trying to make it a story. And then, of mm-hmm. course, when something big happens, um, what was it like last week or week before last that they said um, Chris Cox resigned or got removed, whichever mm-hmm. Whichever one it was, um, what was the reason behind that? You know, um, what I read was something along the lines of he was trying to lead a coup mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. Like I said, I really don't know because I'm not there. Right. You know, but if if that is true, okay, how they dealt with it accordingly. If that's what they did, they removed him. You know. Yeah. Uh, but, what do you guys think about that? I think that they did try to put on a coup. I think that coup is still ongoing. What do you all think? I think so, and I think they're trying to squash it. Uh, uh, what's his name? Trying to have it squashed as quickly as possible. Yeah. But we don't know. It's it's so hard to speculate on something like that. We have no idea. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, I don't I don't think it was a coup going on. I think what it was was um, they was trying to enact things in the bylaws, possibly, and one side didn't like the other side, or one person had more influence over certain people. And, you know, just a lot of pointing fingers and everything. But regardless of what happens, like I said, they will have to figure this out so the ball can continue to move forward. Yeah. Uh, yes, it, yes, we are all speculating right now. There's nothing that I know. I'm not in, inside of the NRA, not, you know, I'm not getting any kind of like 
special <laughs> information out of there. I really feel like there probably was a coup. Why would why would uh, Wayne LaPierre turn around and suspend Chris Cox? You know, why would Cox leave? I think that the writing's clearly on the wall here. When you see Ackerman McQueen, that's pretty much been uh, writing the game plan for the NRA get ousted. There's something going on over there, and it's not necessarily over. You know, it mm-hmm. seems to me like we're in the middle of, of whatever it is um, going on, and it's not over. Now, obviously, if you look at what the rules are, it's very difficult, right? Three quarters mm-hmm. of the board? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? We can't get, like, one dude on the board. Well, I look at it like this. Um, that's an organization that I trusted to help you know, put things into effect so we can keep our Second Amendment right as a whole. But mm-hmm. overall, um, I still have faith within the NRA. It's just, it's going to take time for this change to, um, to actually take place. Yeah, it might be too late. It might be too late. That's my, my two cents on it. Uh, I'm not saying it can't happen. I think it could happen, but it has to happen soon. It has to happen really fast. Uh, they mm-hmm. have to turn it around fast enough. For example, if they can't turn it around before these elections really get ramped up and Democrats narrow it down to a couple of people or, or one person that's going forward here, if they can't get their act together by then, you know, I mean, it's, uh, we're going to be in for some, uh, some, some really tough times if we think it's bad right now. And Diesel Vision asked this question. Um, I'll start with, like, Babyface here. Uh, why is no one blaming the gun manufacturers for not fighting for our rights? Um, it's a good question. I don't know if I have an answer to that. Yeah. I, I, think, um, I, I think I blame the, them. I blame them. Yeah, I think the smaller companies are more willing to speak up. For whatever mm-hmm. reason, I don't feel like the big companies are willing to take a stand against certain things. Or they feel like their stand has to be made by one PR person instead of, I don't know, it's really, it's a weird situation. When you went to um, SHOT Show this year, mm-hmm. few of the big companies were willing to talk about yeah. politics, which is so weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's kind of unsettling. Like, I, listen, I get it why companies don't want to get into the, to the weeds with politics, but when it comes to the Second Amendment, specifically connected to the industry that you're in, you know, I think you should get up there and say something about it. It's, part, it's in the Constitution. You should at least say, hey, we support the Second Amendment. Lots of companies that don't want to say that. You know, um, like you said, man, lots of the big companies, I think the smaller, maybe to medium-sized companies are, get like, hell yeah, of course we believe in this. Maybe the big companies, what we're dealing with, for one, I think there's a lot of uh, fence-sitting. But I think a lot of the bigger companies are owned by second, third, fourth generation people or just abstract people that don't care about um, the Second Amendment at all or third, fourth generation in the family. And they really don't care about the Second Amendment. They're just trying to get some money. If this whole thing burns down, they could sell it off or whatever it is. They're they're fine. Uh, what, what do you think about that, Richard? Well, look at I, I think you do have a point there. Look at Ringling Brothers Circus. Ringling Brothers Circus went bankrupt. The they had greeny environmentalist kids take over, and mm-hmm. and they didn't like the elephants because they're getting mistreated. And mm-hmm. boom, circus bankrupt. Mm-hmm. I I think that maybe there's companies I don't know specifically in companies, but yeah, it might be just investment. It just might be a money maker, and you know they don't care. Why, why would they care? But I think of it like, look, if I'm Porsche or Ferrari, I care about gasoline or I care about roads. You know, there's things I care about. This mm-hmm. is your business. 
And even if you're lying about it, you need to say, raw Second Amendment. You, even if you're just – if you think different, I, how can you not? Because if yeah. that's your business, that's your product. Right. You, you need to support that. Does big industry ever push back on these things? Do you guys think – I mean if you look at what's going on – let's say you brought up the car industry. If you look at that, there's a bunch of laws coming <clears throat> coming down in the in the auto industry, right? This is the reason why there's a huge push towards electrification. And pretty much in the next five years, it'll be difficult for you to buy a car that's a brand new car that's not electric because of laws that are put in place. Like they have to have, uh, I think it's 55 mile per gallon fleet average for any of the companies selling cars. Um, There's noise laws. There's all all kinds of laws going into effect. Um, I don't really see the industry pushing back against that stuff. They're just dealing with it. I don't know if you guys see that. You know, what do you think? What do you think, um, Michael, about like the industry and them, the big people in the industry, not really getting out e- here every day and pushing for this, or coming out and saying, "Hey, we're not going to support the NRA until they get their act together." I honestly don't have a real answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go to the conspiracy side of things, I honestly believe that. Um, Companies, big companies, they own smaller companies that could be something totally different away from guns. So let's just use um, Company X and let's call it Hank's Firearms. Mm-hmm. And, um, but Hank's Firearms also owns um, Lola's Porsches, right? And mm-hmm. then um, let's say um, Two Gun Alley gas stations or whatever the case may be. But you probably really don't care about the firearms because the other two businesses are bringing in more money for you mm-hmm. and that's your bigger push. So, but at the same time, you know, um, you're still greasing the hand of different politicians who you think might do certain laws or, you know, mm-hmm. certain business deals to come your way as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and maybe, you know, uh, maybe they think they'll survive off of government contracts because th- does anyone here on this panel tonight think that the government's going to stop buying guns? Or give oh, up their guns. No, no. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. When, when you look at Barrett, the Barrett uh-huh. 50 caliber, who mm-hmm. buys more Barrett 50 cals, the U.S. government or, you know, me and you? I'm going to say the civilians. That's right. That's right. right. Barrett yeah. makes more money off civilians buying their 50 cals than the government. So hmm. I don't think they act like that, though. No, they don't seem to, to acknowledge that, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of these companies act like they, um, like, the you know, I the people us. who really support them. Oh, okay. I, I, you know, I, I think there are some the companies. Any of the government contractors, I feel like, don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I, like, if, if tomorrow it came down and everybody lost their gun rights, Second Amendment was gone, I feel like Colt, uh, Barrett, any of these big FN. companies that... Yeah, FN, any of those companies would be like, oh, too bad, sorry. Yeah, sorry, HK. Yep. Yeah. Oh, HK would be in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think ultimately those companies would not really care because they figure, you know what, the government's going to buy guns from us anyway. They're going to have to, yep. they're going to need more guns to go get these guns from the gun guys. That's right. You know, maybe that's why they're not worried about it because somewhere in there they think they're going to win anyway. Otherwise, they would divest themselves of these things, right? You would think people would get out of the business. You know, well, um, one of my favorite things, when, when we talk about guns, there's 400 million guns in this country. There's 300 million people. And the same Democrats that say, you know, we got to get rid of the guns or do something about the guns. When you talk about 10 or 20 million illegal immigrants, who are like, what are we going to do? Round them all up? I'm like, 
You mean round up illegal immigrants that have a very low chance of being armed or round up 400 million guns from owners that are heavily armed? <laughs> so, um, that, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it does seem to be some uh, irony <laughs> in that, right? You know, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's why there's people creating uh, sanctuary states for the Second Amendment. I thought I thought that America was a sanctuary country for the Second Amendment, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a weird situation I think with the companies. I really did. I really do wish that um, more companies would get out there and get in on this. Maybe we're going to start hearing from some more companies at some point here. But I would say um, if people, we've already, we're already seeing companies failing, right? Because of having the Hillary plan. And I think maybe that's why there were some companies um, in the last couple of years that didn't really push anything. Cause they're like, hey, maybe if we get Hillary or we get someone oh, it's from good the for left. Them. It's good yeah. for business. Yeah. yeah. Do you but think they feel also- that way? If, tr- if let's say Trump gets beaten and you get a, you get a Democrat in there, it'll be good. Oh, they're going to be back to, they're going to be back to emergency mode, guaranteed. Okay. Go, go ahead, Mike. You were going to say something? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was just going to say, but you also got to remember um, all those people were also paying for certain people to be in political office and then they turned ties on them. Mm-hmm. You know so who's to say, okay, we want this guy in there to do this, you know, 10 years from now, put mm-hmm. this in play for 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, we're just speculating. Yeah. Um, I know if you look in the truth about guns, there's actually this article I saw there, Ammoland. Um, it's time for heads to roll at the National Rifle Association. Now, that's Ammoland, you know, saying that. And they're talking about the article um, and they're going through all the different things that have happened here in, in this article. I don't know if this, this is like one little crack in the dam. Um, obviously, Ammoland's a big seller of. Uh, what, what do you guys think Ammoland's a big seller of? I'm going to say Ammo. <laughs> I think they sell shoes, clothing maybe. They're a fine boutique. Yeah. Um, so I think that there's – I think that's the first thing. I don't think that's the only thing. Maybe – there's a lot of uh, fence sitting going on and maybe people are just waiting for other people to come out and say like, hey, you know, something has to happen here. Um, because look, if, if I'm telling you guys, do you really think we can get to the election – and the NRA is in shambles and doesn't know what it's doing? Do you really think that's a good idea to, to get to the next elections that we're going to have? Not just the president. There's lots of things. You're talking, you know, they, either the Democrats get the House and the Senate and everything and the White House and all of that. You know, there's things in play here in the next election. Do you really think we can go into those without putting pressure on politicians or supporting certain politicians um, do you really think that could happen? Do you guys even think it matters? Because it seems like we supported a bunch of people over the last years, and those people, they had power, like you were talking about uh, taking suppressors off the NFA, and they didn't freaking do it. And they right. turned on us, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they said, so here's, uh, I have this beef. You know who I hate more than Democrats? I hate Republicans. Because you know what? The Democrats, they say, elect me, and I'll do this. You know what they do? They Nothing do it. That. Mm-hmm. Republicans oh, say Democrats, elect yeah. me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Republicans mm-hmm. say elect me and I'll, we'll get the Hearing Protection Act. Oh, we, we need the House. You got to get we get them the House. Oh, we need the Senate. Oh, OK. Well, you got the Senate. Oh, we need the presidency. 
Mm-hmm. All right, they had all of that. Yeah. Oh, we'll do it next term. Midterms. Re-elect midterms. Us. Yeah. Reelect us. It, you know who? I was so mad. I was watching Hannity last night, and two of my most hated friends were on there. Uh, Jason Chaffetz and who's who's the other guy? Uh, the Weasley, Louisiana guy. Or uh, one uh, of his Senator? other buddies. Uh-huh. So the Trey Gowdy. Oh, okay. So uh, the reason... You know, everybody says we lost the House because Republicans didn't like something, and that's how they revolted. So you're telling me a Republican voter said, well, I'm going to give them a majority in the Senate, but I'm going to F them in the House. No, said no one. Mm -hmm. Stupid pollsters made this crap up so they sound smart. Mm -hmm. The reason that we lost the House is there were 50 people, Republicans, that were chairman of committees and were term limited out of being chairmen. And they didn't want to be regular members, or they got a sweetheart deal like Jason Chaffetz and Trey Gowdy from Working Fox News. Fox News, and they yeah. figured it was time to cash out. Now, if these efforts, these fifty efforts, stayed, we'd be rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. We'd be doing everything Trump wanted. We wouldn't have Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House again. There's, so I hate the effing Republicans because they have no. Hey, let's get this done fast. We're only going to be. We know we're in term for the next two years. Let's get her done. Yeah. No, none of that. They say, elect us again, vote for us again, give us more money again. Same way the NRA stirs up country. Oh, my gosh, they're going to take your bump stocks. Give us money. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, yeah. they're I'm getting lots of for- screams of Jeff Flake, Jeff Flake out there as well. So I guess that's uh, another right. one that, yeah. So, Chris, Armin Nax has said, you don't like Trey Gowdy? I loved watching him grill Hillary. And that's exactly what it did. Lip service. He did nothing. Him and Jason Chaffetz said, oh, yeah, you need a you need a subpoena for that. We'll count it as there. You know what he did? Nothing. Was that the white power symbol? I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I thought I that's that, isn't isn't that, that what they did in uh, what's the name of that show from like the 30s or 40s with the little rascals? I thought that was Otay. Yes. Okay. It's, it's okay. A yeah. 4chan decided to, to turn it into something it's not to, to oh. mess with the left. And right. they bit it hard and decided to go on with it. It's hilarious. Wait, right. you, you know, some school, a couple of kids did that in their yearbook. They yeah, they got in trouble. The yearbooks. Mm-hmm. They, they have not, the yearbook. And, and nobody, the powers that be don't realize that they're just getting trolled by 4chan. That's literally all that was, was a 4chan troll. And it yeah. worked. Totally worked. Yeah. Totally Um, let's see. Did you have something you were going to say, Patrick? No, no. I was just jumping in there on the white power sign. Uh, Oh, okay. I just think it's funny. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Not the white power sign. Uh, yeah, not the actual white power sign because nobody does that. Yeah. Uh, Dems, uh, Harry's holster says Dems, uh, do the same thing. Both sides do as little as possible on social issues and focus on things that support the agendas of their contributors. Um, ultimately, we get nothing out of these guys. I don't think that politicians are really trying to solve any problems. They're just trying to create more problems so you think you need them more. And, yeah, we, you know, we've got the two-party system that's not doing anything for us. So that's one of the huge problems of what we have going on. Okay, I don't know if you guys want to turn away from this a little bit. We could maybe pivot away from this a little bit. I don't know. As anyone, like I said, we we have a very special guest coming on tomorrow night. I'm not going to say who right now, but uh, are there any number. guesses out there? Is anyone They've guessing? They've already been guessed and confirmed, Hank. Oh, really? What? I missed can you, that. Can you give us a cup size? Maybe we can guess better. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not a woman. Not, not a woman. woman. So that's no, half a woman. the people down. Yeah, half the population um, out of here. 
So uh, I can go um, back up and tell you who who said it and. Because I said, ding, ding, ding. Oh, it's already uh-huh. gone. That was way long ago. Was the beginning oh, yeah. Of the there's show. a lot of comments. A lot of comments coming through. Yeah. Here, so, so, uh, so but, yeah. If so, yeah, I don't know. Who who guessed it? Let's see if we can I get the guessing going again. Way, way at the yeah. Whoever guessed wait, wait, it and then Babyface said, ding, ding, ding. You get a middle yeah, of If a, they guess it, do they win a shirt? t-shirt yeah i don't know who the hell's gonna get this medium uh first of all like uh i don't know if mike would even wear that shirt you wouldn't you know <laughs> man if, you know if, if i put that shirt on man my belly button be showing <laughs> i'm not that type of guy <laughs> there might be some people that like that there might be some people that like that claiming 302 says he won so uh yeah, now tomorrow I see someone saying, uh, Applebyte saying, Mac, no, we're not doing live with Mac tomorrow. That one's going to be preempted. Clayman302 said, Colin Noir. Yep, if you if you said Colin Noir, that's who's coming on the show tomorrow. Boom. I, I was going to vote for Voda. Voda, uh, no. Oh, God. No, he's not coming on the show. First ever episode, Hank's proudest one. Yeah, we're not, we're not, uh, yeah, we're not having, we're not having, a, we, we are going to have Colin Noir tomorrow on the show, so I verified that. So that's what we'll be talking about tonight. You guys can uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night. So uh, probably tonight after the show, I'll create the link for tomorrow's show and throw it up there for whoever wants to share it. Because, you know, I'm not like on Joe Rogan status or Bill Maher status or whoever else. So if you guys want to tune in for that, I think it'll be an interesting show. We will take some questions from the live audience and stuff like that. We will we'll get into some uh, we'll get deep into stuff as you know, as I I think that you guys out there can uh, confirm or deny whether or not I actually get into things. So tomorrow That's I'm planning the hard on hitting questions. Yeah, I'm planning <laughs> on getting in there and asking some tough questions. So we we've got him for two hours, all of that. So it should be interesting. I hope you got Hank enough Tigers. bandwidth because he might get shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure Lola stays off the internet. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna take her phone, every other thing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it should be a good show. Hopefully, you guys will all tune in and uh, check that out. Uh, was when I put up the stuff tonight. Make sure you guys share it out there and all that kind of stuff. And tomorrow, as we go into it, but yeah, everyone, join us back tomorrow um, at the same regular time, and we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be doing it. If you guys have questions and things like that. You can put it up there. We'll we'll get to uh, as many of those as we possibly can. Um, I think we all kind of have like the same question, so you know we'll see how that goes down. Wait, wait, is everybody thinking the same question? Like, why would he go on Hank's show? Is that what everybody else is thinking? Why? <laughs> why would he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've only been trying to get him to come on and do something the entire time that we've been doing this. But uh, you know, hey, you know, for for uh, whatever reason, he. He uh, he chose to uh, come on. He actually got in touch with me, if anyone's curious to know. He got in touch with me and said, hey, you know what? I think it's time I came on your show and talked about some things. Nice. Oh, so, yeah. excellent. Yeah, so that's uh, that's going on. That's going and on And he knows tomorrow. who you are? Huh? <laughs> yes, he knows but, who I am. I, I want to say it was, um, was it last year in mm-hmm. Dallas? Mm-hmm. I think it was Dallas, the conversation you and I had. And when we was talking about it, you had stated like you had put the invitation out there multiple times and mm-hmm. y'all just been going back and forth with, hey, come on. OK, I'll see what I could do. And mm-hmm. it just went back and forth like that. And now it just came to life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everything happens in its time or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
Uh, I, I listen. I think it's a good time for him to come in, sit down, talk to us. You know, uh, for us maybe to ask him a couple of questions that we have. I don't know. We're going to get answers to everything, but mm -hmm. um, I know that we do have questions. We've talked about it already on here, so uh, I think it should so be. So does good he have a job right now? I don't know. We're gonna. That's one of the things we'll get to tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And, and you got to ask him about his ride. What What's his wit? Oh, okay. Just remember all of this tomorrow. Okay. It's basically just going to be me and him on on the air, live on the air. But I invite everyone to come in. I'm probably going to need moderators tomorrow. Oh God. Yeah. I'm. I think we're, we're probably going to need that. <laughs> so whoever's available to do that in the moderator squad out there. Uh, Richard, I don't know if you're a moderator or not. I know no, Benefits. I'm not a moderator. You can tag me in. Yeah, okay. So if Lola's hearing, I don't know about you or whether or not you're available to do that, Mike. Um, I know Babyface is if he's available. I'll be available tomorrow night. Yeah. You know how so. I go. Like, if you need me, just let me know. You know I'm there for you. Yeah, yeah. So um, it should be interesting. And then we're not going to do any show on Thursday or Friday. We're going to take that um, 4th of July break, let you guys go off and do your thing. I'll probably be working. Uh, doing some stuff. Harry's Holsters wants to know who's coming on. <laughs> <laughs> it's some dude named Colio Noir, and yeah. we don't we don't really. He's a small channel on YouTube, yeah. but Hank's trying to lift his view count up a little bit, so he's helping him out. Yeah, young guy from Texas trying to make it in the gun <laughs> game. You know, uh, yeah. Calico Jack says, "Don't forget about his watch collection." Listen, you guys tune in, you ask questions, we'll see, we'll put all those together. Or when I post the social media things, get up on those social media things and put everything up there. And we'll see what we can get to in two hours. You know, see what we can find out. We'll see who, um, you know, who's the most interested in stuff. Red Bear says, wrench me. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bear is actually pretty vicious. <laughs> He's yeah. pretty vicious too. I think it's going to be a pretty interesting conversation. Um, that I, you, yeah. you the, the, the thing for me, though, is I hope he doesn't lawyer out on some things because, you, you know, he might. He might say, oh, I can't really talk about that. Oh, I have a contract. I wonder what sort of contracts NDAs he's under where he can't speak about certain things. But we'll see. We'll see what he says. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find yeah. out about all of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm I think sure he's he somehow been. aware of what we get into here. So. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he knows. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like uh, when I met him in, um, was it SHOT Show? I met him or shot mm -hmm. show NRA. One of them shows I met him. Um, somebody was talking with him, and then he was simply said, hey, I'm not at liberty to talk about that because of my contract. Yeah. He just, he just openly <laughs> said it like that. But um, I never heard him say that on camera. But mm -hmm. literally, he said that to somebody that was like five feet away from me when they asked him that question, whatever the question was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, some NDAs don't have an expiration on them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there there are things he may, may not legally be able to talk about, and he's a lawyer. He knows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to try to get to as much as we can. That's what I, I can't promise you guys that we're going to get everything. I know that for me, um, that it would be my intention to try to, you know, there's lots of questions. Listen, I would love to ask, there's lots of things I would like to ask him about that I think that we have in common. I'm into cars, <laughs> watches, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think that there are also things going on here that we all we would like to know as much as we can know. Right. Because I don't know how mm -hmm. you how the, the general audience out there feels about it. I feel like uh, we have limited information of what's going on. And I think most of us want to know for a good reason. 
you know, we want to know because we genuinely care about what's going on there, Uh, not just with him, because I think we do care about what's going on with him, but we also probably care in general of what's going on with the NRA. Because, look, why are we so mad? Why are we talking about it? You know, people asking that question, because we felt like it was something we had ownership in, that we invested in, that was... That, that we could identify with that was doing something for us and that is necessary, as we've said in this conversation here. So I think that, you know, that's what we're that's what we're the most interested in, you know, to try to see, like, what can we glean from what's going on here? So hopefully we'll be able to get to that. You know, we'll see. You guys can let me know how it goes when it's uh, when it's all over. So one thing I know he could talk. So. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, one of the things I'm always interested in, in in almost any YouTuber is like, what gear do they use? What do they shoot with? Are they solo? They got a camera person. Do they edit themselves? What editing software do they use? Those kinds of things I'm always interested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it might be just that I'm, you know, doing YouTube stuff and I'm curious. Yeah. And no, that's a good good question. Why what? are you jealous? Patrick's channel. Patrick's channel is like. I'm working oh, on it. I'm working yeah. on it. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm getting. Yeah. I'm getting a couple subs a day, and it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty. Yeah, cool. I think you guys will. So while we're on the subject of Patrick's channel, and 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 let's you know, let's take some time to try to like uh, for all the folks out there, go and check out uh, Richard Hughes, Flying Rich. Check out MW Tactical as well as Babyface P. You know, I don't pay these guys anything. Flying Rich. That yeah. makes so much more sense. In my brain, I always see it as flying Grinch. And I was like, "Really? What? That's such a weird what? Grinch? That's so weird." <laughs> Why Richard is not even Grinchy? He's not. I, I know. That's why I was like, "What a weird name." Maybe he like likes that movie or something. But flying Grinch, it's weird. Yeah, flying never, Grinch makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. I'm dyslexic, and I never got oh, that one. Man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I can actually say my goal is to try to get um, hit the 2000 mark before the end of the summer. So oh, I'll cool. meet it by the end of the summer, do it by the end of the year. So please help me get at least on IG followers on Instagram. Okay. Right. Instagram. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I you guys, yeah, everyone MW. go. And if you've got Instagram, pull up Instagram, go uh, follow MW Tactical. I'm going to pull it up here. Uh, MW Tactical gear, right? Say again. W Tactical Gear? No. That's not you. No, no, no. M-W? Yeah, if you do hit the search bar and you just put in M-W space tactical, the first thing that'll pop up, it'll say at munitions, weapons, tactical. And Uh, that'll be... I think I already follow you. I think that's why it's not popping in my my search. Yeah, I know. It's weird. When I'm searching, I don't see it either. It's, uh, what is it? M-W space Uh, tactical? m dash. Yeah, the M M dash W. Oh, M dash. No, it's munitions. Yeah. So now the first thing that I come up, it'll be at munitions weapons tactical. Yeah. Yeah. So here it goes. Here here goes this thing right there. There's the face. So go in here. I'm gonna go and like everything that I see right now. Uh, there's some spin outs going on. Uh, Billy Phoenix gave you two bucks. Says exactly you have to put him in the hot seat. Yeah, those those spinouts. Um, that's us going to Cali, dropping off ammo. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what those memes talking about. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So make make sure you uh, make sure you guys check that out. Okay, what does this Billy Phoenix says here? Let me see. What did he say? 
Uh, you gotta put him in the hot seat. Exactly. We have to put him in the hot seat. I'm not sure who that's to. I'm guessing that's Vicola Noir. Maybe, yeah. I think that yeah. he might be a couple minutes behind on the show. But yes, I agree. Yeah. He needs to be in the hot seat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, and Diesel Vision says YouTube took 3,000 watch time minutes from me in the last three days. Uh-oh. Uh, um, yeah um and let's see uh, make sure you check out go, i'm sorry go ahead i was just did you guys talk about the shoe news last night the shoe the, news the nike news that's everybody's up in arms oh. about no what is that oh i heard something about like the flag being oh removed. betsy ross yeah, or something like betsy that ross, betsy betsy ross's flag is removed off the back of some nikes what's, because what's colin wrong kaepernick with that? told them because colin kaepernick told them don't don't run it it's racist Oh, and what? The, let so, me see what that looks like. I know that I saw it was the, that. Um, the circle, the, uh, 13 stars in a circle, I think. The, okay. the original colonial flag. But right. everything. Yeah. Yeah, everything it represents is, I guess, horrible or whatnot. So. Um, Just for anybody that doesn't know, the owner, the CEO of New Balance donated to Trump's campaign. So I can tell you where I'm going to be buying shoes from. <laughs> okay, let me see. I'm trying to pull up. I have a pair of Nikes that I, I actually really liked, and I just don't want – I don't like the way they're going. I probably won't buy their products anymore. Yeah, I think uh, – Do you wear Levi's? No, no I that was another Levi's. company. And, oh, man. I told Marley she can't bring Tom's home. Those Tom's like flats or whatever. No more of those in our house. And she was yeah. like, but I really like them. I was like, we'll find so, another company. So this looks like <laughs> the original flag. Um, so what does I, I know I saw that uh, KD, Kevin Dixie, was talking about this because someone was like someone got really heated and came out with some, uh, you know, not friendly words or whatever instead of just. Yeah, that was know, a little uh, bit. Which I is mean, crazy. That but, was a little uh, bit of a craziness to me. Like, yeah. Um, it's someone just a shoe went, company, someone man. Went, that, yeah, someone went ballistic, drop, I think, and was throwing some. R. Yeah, someone someone was throwing some things out there, and Kevin Dixie posted that, and I think this is what tends to happen when things like this go down. Um, you know, I don't think we need to get to the point, <laughs> like get to that point. You know, I'm not a fan of Kaepernick either. I think he has his. You know, he's got the right to to get up and say what he has, what he wants to say. Sure. Just like we have the right to go. Nope. The market doesn't like what <laughs> we they're don't doing. Agree with we'll you. fix it. Yeah, yeah. So what is the so what's the problem here with these uh, sneakers and having the original? This is the original flag, right? Yes. I have two and words for Nike: mm -hmm. Dicks, Sporting Goods. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Get woke, go broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Um, what do you think about this, Mike? What do you think about the sneakers specifically? Uh, honestly, I don't know anything about it other than um, what I saw, what Kevin posted, and then somebody made their rant about it. And then, mm -hmm. of course, um, what we're just talking about right now. So mm -hmm. I'm actually looking it up. Yeah. Right. Now, I don't really see the problem with the sneakers. I don't know how it becomes like a racist symbol. Now everything's going to be a racist it's symbol. When that flag was made, we still had slavery and I guarantee that's what it's about. Okay. So, so I just want to I just want to let people know that if we're talking about racist symbols based on those kind of things, that means like uh you know, we there's should get rid of the Democratic Party. Well, there's yeah, a lot seriously. of other things, too. I mean, uh, I know some of these guys, and I'm pretty sure Kaepernick went to Ghana, right, and did that whole I'm a chieftain so. or whatever thing. Does he, yeah, realize that, uh, does he realize that these people were selling their own people into slavery? It, was that a racist? Was, is that the same as him going to a Ku Klux Klan rally? 
when he went to Ghana because those dudes sold their own people into slavery. That's how my ancestors became slaves. So uh, how about that? Do we now like, you know, you can't put the, the Ghana flag on anything or the Nigerian flag on up on anything? It, you know, they, <laughs> I, I, like... I just, I just want to know because those folks sold their own people into slavery. They yeah, had the it... might. They had the might to stop these the few white people who were showing up on their shores looking to buy slaves. They had the ability to stop them. But they didn't. And then he went back over there and celebrated with those dudes. Right. So was that doesn't some, make sense. None yeah, this is sense. that's this is a little bit crazy. I think we're, we're, we're going here. Manufactured outrage is how I feel. Yeah. It's just he he's can't make it in football anymore, so he's got to keep his name somehow. And Nike is somehow Nike's on board with it. But again, I think the demographic that Nike sells to, I don't think it's going to put them. Uh, I don't think it'll I don't think they're worried. Yeah, much. I think at the yeah, end of the day, they're not worried. Them. They're just going to keep doing this. Uh, uh, yeah. So, but you got to remember, remember also that um, Kaepernick did a settlement deal with Nike a few months ago and it was um un- undisclosed of what the terms of that agreement was oh okay so you're why? saying maybe why that's why he had that? sway over them right like right. Uh, yeah um decision making skills that's yeah what i'm getting out of this that's yeah. you know that's a good point mike yeah maybe what, so he's, so, he got veto power over maybe. a couple things or something <laughs> yeah they owe him that's a couple maybe <laughs> yeah Jeez. creative um Actually, creative design or judgment or something like that. Sadly, I thought the shoes were kind of cool looking, to be honest. After I saw them, I I didn't even know. Like, I'm not a sneakerhead at all. Mm -hmm. I wear my shoes until I have holes in the soles. Mm -hmm. But um, looking at those sneakers, I was like, that kind of cool looking. Tyvin texted me and said they're now sneaker collectors are now trying to get them for like they're asking thirty five hundred a pair. Did these sneakers actually get out there already? I'm guessing a couple got out maybe or something. I don't know. Okay, I'm <laughs> sure yeah, someone secret, will put that money. Yeah, well, I'm sure someone will like, put that um, on something. What's those those old shoes that was back in the day? The Air Shocks, like the first ones that came out with the bubble. I think in these them? were. I think these were throwbacks to those. I think they were. Oh, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, I think they're throwbacks to those. I think they're they're Air Jordans or no, no, these these ain't Jordans. Been Jordans. No, but yeah, I think they're I think they're like Nike Air or something. Yeah, because you remember like the first time they came out with the shoes with the bubble in the window, and then <laughs> yeah. the, the first sets were busted, and everybody was walking around squeaking. <laughs> I'm probably I'm probably a lot younger than you guys, but I remember as a kid, everybody wanted those shoes. God, yeah. every kid wanted them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's a lot of things going on here with with that whole so situation. I- I think this is really dangerous, what Colin Kaepernick is doing and what these people are doing, is because a lot of what makes this country great is how people believe what the country is. And it's kind of like what Reagan said, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We did not pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, mm-hmm. and handed on for, for them to do the same. That if they're not growing up loving the flag, loving this country, and loving the great things that we do here, they're not going to give a crap. It will be Venezuela in no time. Yeah. But you also got to remember, too, that's a one sided viewpoint as well. You know, so something. It's my side. That's all that matters. Yeah. So (laughs) you got to do the give and take when you're making a point like that, you know. Well, Um, what? Well, I think, yes, everyone's living their life from their perspective. 
and there's lots of people who share his perspective. I think it's dangerous what we um, listen. For sure, there's things that we could say this is a racist symbol, right? There's a few things out there that we can all agree on. Absolutely, you can say for that sure. about almost everything. Yeah, but I think you're running into danger now when you're ident- when you become the 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 person who someone anointed to start arbitrarily assigning the the racist yes. moniker onto everything, and you're going to have a lot of people pushing back against that, and rightly so. I mean, it, you, you know, it's getting that's getting out of hand. I think because now well, you're like devaluing traffic. Yeah, but well, you're wonder- also devaluing what the other things are. I wonder if they they made that decision because of um, was it the Star Spangled Banner was written because it talked the first um, verses talks about the flag being waved in battle and all that and um and I wonder if they just tied it into history like that before they said okay we're not going to go through with this or did I just go over everybody's head on I, that one um I yeah, don't know sure man I, yeah that. listen so, I think they're there was a thing about a year or two ago about the Star Spangled Banner in other verses. Now, these other verses weren't original verses. They were some verses that somebody else wrote and threw in there. And so then they claimed the Star Spangled Banner was racist because of that. Now, it didn't originate with those verses. Somebody later on, like 50 years later, added that to it. Yeah. Um, l- listen, in history, I'm not trying to say to you that throughout history there has not been racism. Okay, there has been and they will continue to be as long as human beings exist on lots of different sides. Okay, Mm. there's no race. I don't think if you're black, then you're exempt from being racist. Uh, I'll go so far as to saying that black people are some of the most most racist people I know. Okay, (laughs) you guys don't want to be privileged to a black uh, conversation in a black household. You know, lots of black households to hear what people say about this person or that person or people. So I think that we've got to separate the things in history here that are outright uh, connected to racism and the things that are just connected to history and the birth of a nation. Okay, I don't think there's any nation that exists on the face of this planet today that's squeaky clean. And that includes America. Um, At the same time, I don't think there's any nation that's come so far so quickly um, like America when you when you look at all that and, and when you evaluate it. And if now we just start adding, um, OK, well, this symbol's racist and that thing's racist and this thing and that thing's racist. We are really running a danger of devaluing what it is to actually be racist. You know, and you need to think about that. It's the same thing that I think is happening to women when when people can just, you know, a dude can just randomly go, yeah, I'm a woman now. That's what I identify as. So now I'm now I'm now I'm a woman. You know, now I could do this. I could compete in this sport and that sport. And you're you're devaluing what it is to be a woman. Well, I identify as a gornologist. <laughs> I must inspect all gorn all the time. Because <laughs> actually, a- I, I sleep with it every night. Okay. Right next to me. I'm a caliber fluid amosexual. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I'm coming out. Yeah. Typically five four five, but you know I change. What about competition fluid specialists? (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, did I, I don't know if you guys again. I I didn't really watch last night, so I don't know what you guys got up to. But did you see the Broward County lost their accreditation? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, 
How do you even? How does a sheriff's department even lose accreditation? Don't I didn't know, know that was possible. I know, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't I didn't know. Apparently, they don't all have accreditation. I didn't know that either. Yeah, <laughs> but um, they're massive. That's a massive police department that lost it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That's a it is a big deal, deal. But they're still functioning. Maybe it, they need to be shut down, uh, built it up, build it up all again from the ground or something like that. Well, uh, Scott Israel, I don't know if you talked about it last night because I had to leave a little early. Uh, he's he applied, you know, he put his name in the running to run for sheriff again. Mm-hmm. I I don't. So there, there's a couple of problems with society today. One, you know, our towns are big enough. Everybody can be anonymous. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows you're the a-hole when you do something wrong. And I was pointing at you, Hank. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the, the problem, you know, there, there was this concept of tarring and feathers, pitchforks and torches. Now, I am absolutely not advocating for violence. But I'm advocating for you have a reputation in your town and you maintain a good reputation because you're worried about your peers thinking bad of you. Like if you like somehow screw somebody on a deal, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. That mm-hmm. This guy, Scott Israel, should have moved out of town and changed his name. Yeah. What, what the heck is he doing? Oh, no. I, I, he's – Hank, you know this. He's, he's just one of those New York Northeast scumbags. Mm-hmm. He's – absolutely the worst kind of you know piece of crap you get in the northeast he should be disqualified it's clearly somebody that doesn't give a crap about the people he's supposed to be serving and protecting if if you can i mean not say let that happen but with everything that went down after parkland and during the shooting and everything if you can just be like yeah i want to get reelected and not think long and hard about the failures of your department yeah, then, you yeah you, you're a he should move to Russia. But if the people, if the people, if they let him run and the people reelect him, then they deserve that bullshit. Unfortunately, it's part of Florida, and I live here too. But whatever. If any one of us were the sheriff of Broward County, and that happened under our watch, we'd resign. We say, you know what? Obviously, I'm not doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I let's. It's time for new blood. Yeah, when they have to get when they have to kick out three sh- uh, deputies, then. That tells you something. Ronald Hotboy gave us a couple of bucks. He says, I identify uh, as female if I get locked up. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, if everyone is ident- if everyone getting locked up is identifying as female, you're going to wind up in the same place, man. It's a circular argument. Guys, that's right. Then all Good the women would be that. like, I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This could get really, 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 really crazy. Yeah, I think that um, the thing in Broward's insane. Um, these people haven't even began to begun to, to deal with it. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there is a there is a headline here. I'll throw it up real quick for the people watching, for the people listening. It says Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher not guilty of murder in ISIS detainee's death. And I think if you read down here, he got uh, he got he was found not guilty of all but one charge, which um, that charge he was guilty of is posing for a photo with a human casualty, and he faces a maximum sentence of four months, although he's that's already a, served 201 days. That's a thing. Well, I mean, I oh. guess that's, I guess I that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. It, the military um, system is almost like civilian, you mm-hmm. know, so it can be looked at as time served and yeah, so whatever they done. decide. Yeah, so whatever they decide to do is either he stays in or he gets out, or if he's still allowed to be a member of special operations, 
You know what I'm saying? So that's the I next determination. Can they pull his can they pull his designation as a seal if they want to? Uh, or can the or uh, that's up to the seals to pull that? That's up to um the chain of command. The okay. uh, people that's over him. So mm-hmm. um, with with everything that has happened and so many of his fellow seals coming out against him, I feel like it would be hard for him to lead a platoon again. I, I I think he was a platoon leader. Was he just a squad leader? Whatever it was. But it, it seems like it'd be hard for him to jump back in after having multiple people well, come out against him. You got to remember, too, like um, their standpoint, the people that came out against him, it's right now that's found that guilty. So when he goes back, they'll probably just reassign him to another unit on a different part of the world. Whereas yeah. he doesn't have to interact with those same people on a daily basis. But um, at the same time, um, he's going to have to rebuild himself to even remotely be accepted as he was. His military career is probably still over because this is a weird this is not a cut and dry thing. I mean, a lot of times I feel in the middle of this because, uh, you know, I understand why his family is fighting for him, why he's fighting. But then there are a lot of his fellow uh, uh, soldiers that are like, yeah, this guy's not a good guy. Lots of stuff going on here. He was found not guilty. You know, it's so hard to say. Yeah, it's so hard to say what truly happened, because I mean, who really knows? You know, the family Mm -hmm. saying that he had people out against him, and then like some of his his peers were against him, and Mm -hmm. then the peers, the the military, saying, "Well, no, he's just a a bad person." So it's really hard. I I mean, it's hard both ways because the rules of engagement over there. They, it is they pretty suck. much hard to be your uh, do your job over yeah. there, yeah. and yep. this is coming from an infantryman, mm-hmm. you know. And whereas the rules of engagement changed like four times in one year when I was over there. That's insane. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. That's, so ain't no telling what they told them the rules of engagement because of course when we speak um, think of special operations, everybody reflects back to the movies, running gun and you know cool guy stuff. But um, they have rules of engagement just like the regular army has rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, someone, Ronald Hotboy, wants to know if I'm standing. Uh, yeah, I am standing. I stand up during the show. This is my workout session. <laughs> <laughs> How many calories did you burn? I'm burning. I'm burning calories. Huh? I'll do well, some, I'll do some handstands right now. He's actually doing squats. <laughs> there we go. I'll do, some, I'll do some of those. Have you ever researched yeah. how many calories you burn just standing? I don't know. Um, has anyone looked it up? I, kn- I know that I decided to try to do that as much as possible, do the show standing. You, know? you got a bad back? No. No. I'm just fat. <laughs> you know, well, so, what did you, you call know, it? Uh, what you call it? A couple. Months I spent ago, a, I spent a lot of time uh, sitting. Anyway, when I'm here editing and stuff like that, I'm sitting. What What were you asking, Mike? Uh, what you didn't call it? Uh, we call it tactical fat. Tactical or? fat. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> tactical fat. Yeah. More of you to love. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, it, let me see that situation. That whole thing with that guy is going to be weird, and I don't. You know, it's crazy. Whole, it's a crazy situation. I don't think we know what really went down. Posing with a corpse seems like a weird, I guess we don't want to be seen as animals, but I mean, you're sending dudes over there to kill other dudes. You got to probably happens more than we think. Yeah, there's some primal thing to it. Remember, um, oh man, I can't remember the name of the jail over there 
whereas the people were um had like Abu the prisoners were Abu Ghabi, yep. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. dog leashes and everything mm-hmm. and they was doing all that. That's yeah. where those charges came from because yeah. Now, even if you took a, a picture next to a dead corpse and mm-hmm. it's burnt or whatever, that gave the um, the right to charge you. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Uh, okay. I see. I, I I really I have a lot of problems with the Obama administrations and the rules of engagement. That you know what you're at war. Yeah. They don't like you if you Let shoot them fight. nicely. Yeah. This is this. There's something called war. Uh, and I'm not for, you know, extreme issues, but if somebody shoots you, drops their AK and runs away, I'm shooting them. You know, mm-hmm. that's it. I don't care if they're running away back and their back is to me. Mm-hmm. That, that's bull crap. Yeah. But yeah. You, you also Unfortunately, remember, these guys uh, have to follow. They have to follow Geneva Convention and all the rules. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I know that you're yeah. the one person that is qualified yeah, that's to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have to remember, like you said, Geneva Convention kicks in, but of course, when we first initially went in in 2003, yes, it was, oh, you shoot me, I shoot you. You pointed at me, I'm going to shoot you because I don't want to die, you know, fear of life and all that good stuff. But now, um, once we got a stronghold of the area, the rules of engagement changed because the mission changed as well. But it was still pockets of um, fighting going on, mm-hmm. you know. And even though it is still considered a war zone, you know, <laughs> the rules of engagement changed because... We still had soldiers over there that were terrified. So you got to remember, you can be driving, like walking down the road, busy intersection or whatever. You hear an exhaust go off. You turn around and just start spraying. Yeah, backfire. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're justified because, hey, he was scared. So mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those okay. rules that covers both sides. You know what I'm saying? We look at it as unfair because you're actually putting a hold on me from doing my job thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Right. But my job is just not to go through and literally, you know, murk a whole city or mm-hmm. town or whatever the case may be. So it, it works both ways. It's just a lot of times it works against us, even if you're doing the right thing of how it's worded and how the intent of it is supposed to be. Yeah, it's a tough it's a tough deal. That's why I've mostly stayed out of it. I think it's a tough deal. And uh, there's lots of things going on. And at the point where your fellow soldiers uh, bring up charges and stuff like that, even if they're unfounded, something's something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, you know, it's a tough one for us to, like, figure it out from here. So, um, listen, my, he got cleared of most concern, of those things. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. My concern gonna... is that somebody like Mike comes home safe, that he can defend himself, that he can protect himself. Mm-hmm. That we're not, you know, handicapping them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I can actually tell you um, the reason why I started carrying concealed was because I came home um, on my mid tour leave and I kept waking up in the middle of the night looking for my AR-15. Like literally, <laughs> like, oh, where's my weapon? Where's my weapon? Damn. You know, you sleep with your um, your gear over there. It's like literally I put my AR-15 attached to my belt every night when I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm sleeping at my uncle's house in Charlotte, North Carolina, I wake up because I don't feel the AR-15 there. So mm-hmm. literally the next day I just oh, woke wow. up, went to the gun store and bought a handgun, um, Smith & Wesson, and literally 
sleep with it in the bed with me every night. And I've been doing it ever <laughs> since then. <laughs> yeah. I think it's tough for people to understand uh, the fog of war and the hell that war is. If you know, like I've never done it. Um, but I know when I talk to guys like, um, you know, my friend Peter Palmer, I remember he was telling me when he was in the Marines, you know, they got bombed by, by American side, you know, friendly fire, oh. bombs. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes you like a whole unit gets bombs dropped on them. Yeah, because yeah. the terrain is so the terrain is jacked up over there from what you're used to training over here. Mm-hmm. Because you got different terrain features, but if you're in an area where everything is flat, sometimes you can turn a map sideways or upside down, and next thing you know, you're bombing your own versus where you're. Oh intended. boy! Yeah, it's 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 really insane. Uh, Tyvin uh, Tyvin says uh, most just put their hands up. And asked for food in uh, 1994. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't... Uh, listen, sometimes it doesn't go like that. Sometimes it goes like that and then things turn around. It's a crazy it's a crazy thing that we're doing that we have to think about when we're doing it. But what I think is once you decide to go to war, you need to be decisive. You need to go in there and get it done. If we're, if we're at this point now and people have to go out there and you got to put boots on the ground and all that stuff or even if you've got to just do surgical strikes you you got to make up your mind and do what needs to be done you know um it's a little bit like trump backing off the whole iran thing recently and you know it's like oh what, what's going on here i know people on the left are beating up on him because he's weak he decided he didn't want to do this because of the casualties going to be about 150 people you know and then i'm sure if somewhere down the line iran becomes more of a problem they'll be like oh he was weak because he didn't do anything you know um but ultimately you have to like know what you're doing here make decisions and go in there and then just live with it and think what's what, you know what's the situation we're trying to prevent or what are we actually fighting for here so um you know if you got to oh do gosh. it you got to do it what's up did you see uh this is a <clears throat> number one thing uh, number one the top post from most recent post on the truth about guns mm-hmm. uh ask amy advice column doubles down on anti-gun bigotry did you see that no. last week she you didn't see last week she ran a question from dumbfounded father about her 24 his 24 year old daughter turns out she has a 40 cal pistol in her room mm-hmm. um because she wants to feel safe and basically the the uh, ask amy woman said well maybe you should kick her out of your house because it's not safe to have guns she also said that hollow point ammunition uh, explodes. <laughs> oh, boy. So clearly this is who we're talking wait, about. Wait, 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 wait. The stuff I shoot doesn't. Where do you get that? I, I know. I need some yeah. of this. Whatever she's shooting, I need some. Yeah. Um, but she doubled down. So her reply, I recently ran a question from dumbfounded father in my column. The man had a 24-year-old daughter who was living with him. She had recently disclosed that she possessed a 40 cal semi-automatic weapon with hollow point bullets. This father did not want to have guns in his house. In my response, I incorrectly stated that hollow point bullets explode. I stated that this ammunition is illegal in 11 states. I take responsibility for this error and apologize to readers who were misinformed, confused, or furious about it. Many angry readers also suggested that my ignorance of firearms and ammunition disqualifies me from commenting on gun ownership or gun violence. Obviously, I disagree. I don't have to know the intricacies of a car engine to advocate for common sense driving and licensing laws. So do I have to know the intricacies of a Vajayjay to to, uh, give advice on that? The the kicker, Uh the kicker, 
I definitely have a bias against people who use guns to terrorize and kill one another. I also have a bias against the gun lobby that gaslights Americans into believing that the gun that gun ownership is not only a right, but also these days a necessity, as many readers have suggested. What a dumb it is a right. It's, it's, it is a I right. I know. Is she retarded? Yeah, she still doesn't know what she's talking about. It is exactly. a right. Um, exactly. <laughs> and know, then the first and, thing. And how many, how, many, how many 20-year-olds, how many 10-year-olds uh, are saved by guns when someone kicks in a window, climbs in through a window, comes into a house on, on uh, wanted? That happens all the time. Uh, but yeah, first comment in the truth about guns thing. But I can't voice my opinion about abortion because I don't have a uterus. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, to come your on. point exactly. Yeah, so um, you know what? Here's what I think. Like, if I was giving advice to that dad, I would say, "Look, dad, if you can't be a man, your daughter yeah. is better off without you." Yeah, exactly. Seriously, she is better <laughs> off without you. She's better off in her own apartment where she can defend herself, and not in your house where she could defend the house and you. But since you're not a man and you want to wallow in your uh, soy boyness, you know, she's probably better off without you guys on her own. Can you imagine, can you imagine the type of man a woman like this would marry? Has to be a soy boy. I, I don't know. So I, I wonder what the other thing. women think about this idiot. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think we're talking with 10 percent of the knowledge here. First mm-hmm. off, if if somebody buys a gun and takes it home, they're an idiot. You need to train. You need to need to practice with it. You need to be competent with it. You need to be safe with it. You need mm-hmm. to know how it works. Mm-hmm. So, I I have like three answers to this. One, does she train? You know, it's like if she if she just bought a gun and keeps it at home and thinks it's safe, you're an idiot. If she has a gun that's not loaded, chambered, safety off on the side of her bed or whatever. I mm-hmm. think you're an idiot also. Mm-hmm. That, but first off, that you feel comfortable, you're uh, adequate enough with handling it, that you can do the, those things. Because some people believe in you know safety on and the chamber empty and all sorts of things. Uh, look, the way I look at it is I need to be able to grab something that's going to go bang. That's, that's my you know, answer to those things. Um, we can train for all sorts of things. Look, look I'm a pilot. I, I've, I've crashed two planes. You know what you're supposed to do before a plane crash is pull the manual out and read the section for emergency landing and go through the checklist. Guess what I've never done? That. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. it just doesn't happen. You're, so right. if you're pulling something out and it goes click or the trigger doesn't move, you're, you're in for a world of hurt because mm-hmm. you're not going to remember, all right, safety up, right the slide. Okay, now, now it's good. Um, the, the other thing is, you know, maybe this girl is, you know, Steven Seagal or, you know, whoever you want to name that's good with guns in the movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe the dad is just, wimp, you know, 2.0 and he needs to go out to the range. Like, how do I know, you know, somebody's a good or a bad fill in the blank unless I go out there and see them practice their skill? Mm-hmm. Maybe she's, you know, dead eye on the bull, bullseye all the time. And, and maybe she's got excellent you know, firearm safety and firearm control, and maybe that would change his mind if he saw her using it and felt more comfortable with it. Yeah. Well, so here's my thing. I think as a parent, um, you if your daughter does not feel safe, why do you have time to be friggin' asking Amy anything? Your daughter is <laughs> telling you she doesn't feel safe. If my kids are telling me they don't feel safe, that's my job. That's my job right. as a parent. 
you know, as a man, that's my job. That's, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if that's just me, but that's my job right there. If my daughter doesn't feel, yeah, if she doesn't feel safe, that's the first thing. It's not to go, oh, I don't want this. This woman does not feel safe in the house. That's where I, we're starting right there. I had a happy day uh, a couple of weeks back. My daughter goes to a school for the performing arts, a magnet school, and they're as socialist as they can be at the mm. school. And she had some of her hoplophobic friends over. And she said, you know what? If there was a school shooting and my dad was there, he would stop it. I was like, holy cow. You know, <laughs> meanwhile, I, I brought that uh, Thompson Center Compass 308 into her room. She's like, get that out of my room. Get that out of my room. You know, it's empty. The bolts open mm-hmm. and she's panicking. But it, at least she has enough common sense to that. So my my other my last thought was. If my daughter actually had a gun in her bedroom, I don't know if I'd feel happy or not if she didn't think I was capable of protecting her. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe yeah, I'd be happy sort of that she right had there, it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. he's got he's got some he's got some investigating to do to see why his daughter doesn't feel safe. But I don't think it starts with taking away her ability to be safe. That's what she obviously thinks. If she's there, if she's got that gun, she you know what was she twenty years old? 24. 24 years old. I mean, come on. You know, there's a reason. And if your thing is like, hey, it's the gun or you have to get out of here for your daughter who doesn't feel safe, you're going to send her out into the, you know, the more unsafe <laughs> that's, world. That's basically what this woman suggested is just, oh, if she doesn't want to live under your rules, under your roof, then it's time to kick her out. It's like, wow. Let her, out on the street. Let her fend yep. for herself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's more so, to that story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's probably better off without that guy anyway. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. She's probably better off getting away from from that father. Get a good man, you know. Get, I mean, you know. I know that sounds uh, chauvinistic or whatever. You know, <laughs> definitely learn how to defend yourself. But get a, a real man. He'll uh, he'll grow you up a little bit. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's what's needed, man. If you're gonna be like a weak father, then you can't be mad when you know some some little young whippersnapper steps up and he's tougher than you. She's going to have to deal with that shit. <laughs> What's yeah. the breakup meme on the internet? You know, the girl and the guy are breaking up, and it says, he said guns made me feel uncomfortable. She said, I think we all ought to date other men. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian Quick says, um, are we are we sure this father that's scared of his daughter's gun actually exists, or is this all fabricated it, it to might, push an yeah, anti-gun it, agenda? That's the other thing, is it, it might be some fabricated Possibly. crap that yeah. they posted to their... <laughs> Say, is, is this one of those columns like Dear Abby? Yes, Jackson it's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows yeah. if it's any sort of real thing. But right. the the backlash that she got sounds like people weren't going to let her just get away with whatever garbage she was spouting. <laughs> Hollow points explode. That's why they're so yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Dan hates you. Dan hates you, says, I'm single, send pick of gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, what's this? Nothing uh, says love like a warm gun. Yeah. Um, this was in my truck. Yeah. Okay. What is this? This looks like a, um, a canic. Canic. Yep. P9, the original, double action, single action. Very nice, very nice. Desert okay. Should we start throwing up some guns right now? Well, yeah, it's almost yeah, 9 o'clock. Yeah, Why not? Yeah, let's do that. Let's throw up some guns. What you got, babyface? Uh, Colt Python. Let's see. Everybody, everybody's looking around. Feeding oh. the guns right now. Let me see. I have four. a suppressed Glock 21. Yeah. Always good time. I definitely have some stuff since Babyface and I. We did another in the crib. 
with the baby yeah, that's face. Right. That's today, oh, so. in the pea crib? Yeah, the, yeah. another one today. So. <laughs> Boom, here. This is my, this is, here, I'll show this while you guys are getting ready. So, CZ Scorpion, yo, CZ Scorpion in the house. There goes the Scorpion uh, pistol right now. Does it have a binary trigger in that? Uh, I, no, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I have okay. no idea Ooh, of what yeah, you're talking about. Right, right. That's not, you can't do that in Florida. No, so we're definitely not doing that. And here is uh, an SBR that I think I showed you guys this SBR yesterday. There we go. Boom. SBR on an armor light lower, basically, and a PWS uh, piston upper. That's what I got. Let's see what, okay, Mike's holding up something here. Ooh, check that out. Yep. This Keep blue up. trigger looks very familiar to me. Yes, buddy. Well, did you up. just get this, or you've had this? Oh, all is that the Q5? Yes. Yeah, this is yeah. When did you uh, get this bad boy? Yeah. I've had this now for almost a year. Oh, wait. Really? Have we seen it? Be I don't think yeah. you've... Have don't we seen it before? I have seen it. Uh, actually, um, every time I was due to come on to the show, um, I was always coming home from something else. But ah. tonight, I was doing dry fire before the show. Oh, okay. And I took the belt off prior to me sitting okay. down in front of the camera. Oh, cool. That's nice, man. Congratulations on that. Uh, that thing's sweet. Oh, Richard's uh, got a 5.7. Oh, man. Spin it. Okay, we're talking big, big. Okay, I'm bringing out the big bucks then, too. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's bringing out the high dollar guns. I got, yeah. a, I got a Python. Let's Richard, do this. Richard's got the 5.7. Boom. Oh, there goes the right. cult. We're doing the cult. That's like some Dirty Harry stuff going on. That's right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Man, lots. I got to. Oh, talk about holding money. Lots I don't know if anybody looked at the Instagram over the weekend. Uh-huh. I was with uh, BWE Firearms helping him. He's oh down, yeah, uh, I saw Orlando. those pictures. What rocket launch? 30, the rocket launcher. The rocket. The rocket launcher was cool. Yeah. No, the, I'm the sorry. Little... You have to wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. You gotta say it with a Jamaican accent. I got the rocket launcher. You gotta go like. You gotta say it like that. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I could do that, Hank. Sorry. No, I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> the the little piece of bent steel worth thirty thousand dollars was the what? biggest. Holy shit for me. Did you didn't see that? No, I didn't oh, see that one. I, it was. It's an H, a registered HK seer that he's transferring for somebody. <laughs> oh, uh, thirty thousand dollars, serialized little oh, piece about yeah, about that big, tiny little thing. Yeah, um, in the palm of my hand, to just just there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, registered HK seer is a neat thing. I, and I told him I. He was like, I don't know who would spend on something like this, and I was like, mm. I would if I yeah. had thirty thousand dollars. I me would. as soon as I win the lottery. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Walter Walter wants a shout out to the KES stock. Boom. There we go. What? Oh, mine's, I left mine downstairs. So, yep. Yeah. KES in the house. With the tail hook. With the tail hook. Uh, Babyface and I, we've got a video coming out on that, so that'll be out. That'll and be then out what else? Did I, oh, the Korth. That was the other thing, is I got to hold a Korth, which if uh, anybody out there that's a revolver guy knows, Korth is like the most expensive revolver on the planet. Um, but oh my god, it was like a ten thousand or fifteen thousand dollar revolver. But everything about it was just butter. was it nice? Did you spin oh the cylinder? How oh god, I was just, yeah, very gently. I made sure not twenty. Did it click it. or was it just like a Rolls Royce? Uh, it it clicked, click. but uh -huh. in the best way possible. Oh okay, nice, nice. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But yeah, guns holding guns that I'll probably never own. That's okay. <laughs> if you get to shoot them, still good. That's right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> If yeah. you get now to shoot them, you shoot that revolver. You know, I like to take it out. I really, I treat it like it's it's not a safe queen. Let's say that. Um, whenever I have ammo, I don't mind shooting it. It's not something that I like super protect. I love 357 is one of my 
is a favorite round of mine just because it's got so much horsepower. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have shot a 44 mag and I didn't like that because it was actually too much horsepower. Uh, mm-hmm. But 357 is awesome. Yeah. Okay. You know, my first encounter with um, 357 was with the drug dealer in North Carolina. Oh, oh I got some 357 oh, for you right there, baby yeah. face. That don't sound good. <laughs> no, we, we was at the basketball court. And, you know, when drug dealers came around, certain people, they would, like, give out money to the kids or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And um, they was in the car and he pulled out. He, I guess he just got the gun. And everybody oh, scattered and got, like, got behind something. And he <laughs> shot a tree. And man, that joker dang put a hole in the tree. <laughs> oh hell yeah, man, yeah! Man. You get that full horsepower three fifty seven. It's hot stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ronald Hotboy says Walter made the stock for the CZ. Yep, that's from Safety Harbor. It's the KES. No, it's the brace. He made a brace for the CZ. It's not a stock. Yes, you're right. <laughs> you're right. And by the way, have you put any Fort Scott three fifty seven through that? Yes, their stuff okay. is full horsepower three fifty seven. Oh, it's good. Okay. Um, it's it is hot stuff it actually i had some problems with extraction because it was expanding into the chambers it is hot 357 but it's fun that's the great stuff yeah did you see they have a video out i don't know if i told you but they have a video out where they took down a black bear with a uh with a 380 yeah 380 oh wow yeah 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 one shot and it was out but he they hit it right in the neck broke that went right through that spinal column Mm. So, yeah, put it right to sleep, right to sleep. Dan Hates You wants to know what drugs you bought, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to know what drugs you bought. Man, when that took place, yeah, I was like, what, 14, 15 (laughs) years old? I was at the basketball court. We was playing basketball um, Mm. when they came up. So, no, I didn't do any type of transactions or Mm -hmm. anything like that. (laughs) Right. And, uh, okay, then Richard, uh, well, I think, okay, Richard, tell us about the 5.7. Is that oh, one of your? Is that your favorite uh, handgun right there? Five seven. I, I used to have not. one. You know what? Uh, so feel like here's, boys. <laughs> here's the shame of it all. Uh, one, this is something I always wanted because I got the PS ninety, and you know, just because I'm on with you, I like to shame you about this because you sold yours. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a uh, FDE one one of these days. You, you know what? I, I wish I did. I wish I had the fifty round mag. I could hold it underneath here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the shame of it. Uh-huh. This is the gun I shoot the most accurate. Okay, Ruger, and you're a big Ruger guy. The the SR45 I shoot the most accurate. It's got to be just muscle memory and stuff like that. This, uh, you know, I bought because I got the PS90 and you know, I figured I'd shame you with it, but uh, 57 I think it's a nice gun. And yeah. it's such as, a cool round. It's just, as yeah. much as I like this, I can't shoot it worth a crap. I could hand it to anybody <laughs> else; they could shoot it fine. I can't shoot this worth a crap. Yeah. Um, okay. Now Ronald Hotboy is asking about the video for that gun. I think that it got removed from YouTube. You could probably find it on GunStreamer. So if you're if you're looking for that, we gotta. Uh, you know, that's just the way that it goes. I think YouTube came down on it for some reason, so we removed it from there. But uh, wait, you had a five seven video. No, no, no. With the uh, with the CZ, with the no, the CZ, oh. the um, the CZ Scorpions, uh, KES. Oh, they, that they, has. they took it down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I guess Ronald Hotboy says, Walter, why isn't it on your YouTube page? So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Walter, you can put it on your YouTube if you want to. We got to work that okay. out. Okay. 
Yeah, so and uh, someone wants to know. Next, someone, I'm sorry. Someone wants to know if Fort Scott makes 458 SOCOM. I don't think so. I got to check into that. They do 450 Bushmaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, go, Scott. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Richard. So Armin Axe is Chris. Uh, we're over at uh, the Creator Summit Spring Fling, and I had the PS90, and he's shooting it. He's wearing flip-flops, and he's burning his feet. Who's wearing flip-flops? Who's wearing flip-flops? Chris. Chris, Chris who? Armin Axis. He was wearing flip-flops. Why? Yes. <laughs> on the range. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know why anyone would wear flip-flops on the range. That's ridiculous. Only crazy ass people that that walk around with uh, friggin' parrots and stuff like that that I know of. <laughs> he must want to be in that club. <laughs> yeah. So he was seriously wearing flip flops, huh? He was wearing flip flops in the hot breast. What were you wearing? What were you wearing? Well, there were ticks in that area, so I was wearing uh, sneakers and socks up to my knees. Yeah, um, probably the ticks are afraid of getting something from Armament and Axes, so (laughs) (laughs) that's why he's not worried. (laughs) Oh boy, yeah, he's not gonna like that one. Um, Dan Hayes, you says the five seven is too simple to be thirteen hundred. It really should be half that. What's the what's the going prices right now? Absolutely. Well. When I got it, it was like street price was thirteen hundred. I got it for twelve hundred. Yeah, there is no there is no magic. When you even look at FN's other firearms that are you know four fifty five hundred dollars, there is no reason this is you know twelve thirteen hundred bucks, whatever it's uh-huh. going for right now. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but and sh- yeah, shoe soul says only white people wear flip flops at the range. Laugh out loud. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You know what? Can I tell you something? That is probably true. <laughs> um, I know someone's going to probably take that the wrong way, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's terrible. Sh- the worst combo that I've seen at a range ever is shorts and flip-flops. So I know someone on this panel that wears shorts all the time, but I don't shorts see Shorts and where. flip-flops and then women with tops that are like, whoop, and then the brass oh, goes yeah. right down it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, that's no good. Seriously, yeah. I think I told you guys before that uh, I was doing this shooting thing at a range, and basically I had to get special permission from the range to do this with these guys, and they were showing me some frangible ammo, and uh, they were like, oh, you could shoot right, you could walk right up to the steel and shoot it, but it was really bad steel, and so they had on shorts and they had on flip-flops, and and like I said, the range gave me special permission, and they were like, dude, if something goes wrong, we're not going to be happy. These guys had tra- things. Stuff was flying everywhere. I think Lola got her face cut. Uh, I, I got know. my hand. I, my hand was bleeding a little bit. She was bleeding. These guys were bleeding from their legs down, all over their like. There was just blood washing down on their feet. What? Yeah, and I was like, Yeah, I'm never, I'm never ever doing anything with you dudes ever again. That's pretty. Much- <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was Why pretty much you? the end of that. It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so and we got busted. They came up there, but those guys are trying to like clean it up and all that. And I was like, wow, this is probably the worst range story <laughs> that I've ever had to live through. Mm. Yeah. Well, did you go get something, Mike? So you 
You ran no, off. I love for a second. No, I love a <laughs> message for you. Um, <laughs> you are the absolute yeah. worst. Oh, were we not supposed Jesus. to notice that he went off somewhere? <laughs> he told you why. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Let's just call him out for his bathroom habits. Yeah, yeah. I'll say if, had if to go drain the monster. You had to go drain the monster. Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I had to hold an anaconda and let it. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right, man. all right. <laughs> hey, you know. All right. I mean, so you're, you're I, in I'm the army, on... man. Just go, you know, get a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm unfortunately I'm not looking on Gun Prime, but the uh, on Gun Deals, there's an expired deal for nine sixty nine for the Desert Tan, and oh, wow. I see a, a deal for the five seven Desert Tan a thousand seventeen. Mm. Now you just need to save up and buy the ammo as well. <laughs> no, the ammo's cheap. I have a ton of five seven ammo. Really? Yeah. I thought it was always super expensive. No, I know where you live too. No, they took the. Yes, yeah, right. you're not getting any of mine. Whenever you come over, that five seven ammo is not. <laughs> it's locked up. That is not coming out of the safe. Where are you getting five seven ammo? From? I bought. I bought a bunch, man. Five seven ammo is easy to. It's cheaper now. There's several companies making it, not just FN. Best price I've seen. Actually, I was looking today. It's thirty nine cents around. That's okay. that's not terrible. I mean, that's around the same price as what forty five and forty, mm-hmm. so it's not awful. Yeah, it used to be stupid expensive. Yeah, uh, Mark Keenan wants to know what uh, what company makes that left side charging handle adapter you put on your ten twenty two. I can't remember it right now. I would have to go back and look at that video to remember what that company was. But it's probably I probably said it in the video if the video is still up there. Panacross. Um, oh. No, I don't think so. It was another. It was another company. It was pretty cool. I think it went over the Picatinny and came down, and and um, it, it like moved the charging handle back. It's pretty cool. Um, I can't remember the name of it though. Advantage. Uh, no, I don't think so. There Edco, might be. Edco, EABCO. I'm trying to find ones that it made it make. side charging basically. Yeah, Spartan Advantage charging handle by Tandem Cross. Atomic something, Atomic Arms. Yeah, there may be a few people making them now. There's a bunch out there, yeah. Yeah, there I can be. vouch for Tandem Cross's products because right. I've used them before, okay. but I don't know which one Hank used. Yeah, I can't remember. It was a smaller company. Uh, maybe they were in Kentucky or something like that, but I can't remember the name of the company right now. Cause, <laughs> we're, just, we're just taking wild-ass guesses yeah, at this point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they I mean, might have been somewhere Don't ask me state. something that happened more than five minutes ago. Because <laughs> I'm definitely not remembering. They were state in the United States, and they made something. Yeah, yeah, it's a company. They have a name, <laughs> and they sell it for a price, but I don't know anything else other than that. All right, listen, we're over the 9 o'clock hour. We should probably wrap it up here. We had too much fun. Time went uh, quickly. Time went quickly here. Yeah, so let's see. Let's get Richard Hughes. How can the people uh, get in touch with you, follow you, get more sandal wearing? um, Yeah, come to Orlando, Sand Lake Road, hang a left on Dr. Phillips. No, (laughs) if you look at flyingrich.com, not flyinggrinch.com, but Uh flyingrich.com. Right, okay. Babyface didn't even hear that. And and you got to make sure... Right. <laughs> and you got to make sure I have at least 500 more subs on YouTube than Babyface. He's <laughs> like a whippersnapper up and coming. Too listen, quick. listen, I'm building stuff over here. Yeah, yeah. If I had a welder, I would have like 10 more, 10 times more subscribers. Yeah, Babyface is working hard. He's working hard. I'm going to yeah. go after this. Nine o'clock. We're going to go after this Patrick, and do some more. You, you got room in your garage. When are we going to buy an auction Lambo that was like bent up, busted up, and fix it, it in your garage? You Don't bring it, it over. I'll do it. 
I'm just going to tell you guys right now, don't do that. <laughs> By the way, over I think over sometime over the weekend, we're going to see the new Corvette C8, dude. The C8 oh, supposed to be coming out this weekend. It's supposed to come out the 7th. What day is that? What day is the 7th? Now's the time, ladies and gents, yeah, if you want a if you want a 2019 Corvette Go buy one now because the prices are stupidly cheap because everybody's yeah. waiting for the mid-engine. Well, right. no, the last one produced that ran off the production line went for a couple million dollars. So it was some crazy price. Yeah, super collectible. Yeah, I'm gonna throw up some pictures here of the um, of the. This has all got the like camouflage on it and stuff like that. But it was driving on the Nurburgring recently. But uh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna look exactly like this though. I think they've got some fake out stuff. On so the, the, the new VET eight cylinder, how much horsepower? Seven fifty. It's going to be a lot. I don't think th I don't think they've announced all those numbers yet. Is that supercharged or? That's a good question. I think it might be uh, uh, probably um, or see, turbo something like that. You know that. what a great car is like a ten cylinder, six hundred horsepower. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a lot <laughs> yeah. of car there. It's a good thing we don't know anything about that. Um, also, by the way, coming out in the car world, um, they're they're testing the Ram Rebel. I think it's the 2020 Ram Rebel <laughs> TRX. I'm so excited. Yes, TRX. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Like, okay, so the Ram Rebel TRX. Uh, I have a Ram Rebel. It's a V8. The TRX is going to have Hellcat motor up in it. So why? It's going to be like 700. Because yeah. uh, what? Did you just say why? Why? Why, why not? Why? Yes. Why? I, I mean, I'm in on that. Why not? Because. Yeah. Yeah. You so, got to have Hank, it. Hank, so. is, is there a new car in your life? Slow. No, I'm get not low. allowed. I'm not allowed to even think about. Yeah, new he cars. can't get more new cars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> There's, I'm not allowed to think about new anything for a long time. So <laughs> let's just leave it there. Okay, let's see. Okay, Mike from MW Tactical. How can the people out there follow you, man? Yes, please go to Instagram and look up at Munitions Weapons Tactical, or just do a search for M-W Tactical, and um, you'll see it show up at munitions weapons yeah. tactical yeah. if you go to facebook just m-w tactical or just go to www.m-wtactical.com click on the media links and you'll see everything i'm a part of yeah and if you hit them up in the dms you might get a picture of the monster getting drained <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I refuse to do the Jamie Foxx. Uh, only for special people. Only for special people. All right, Babyface P. How could the folks out there uh, follow you, support you? Baby underscore Face P on Instagram. Babyface P on YouTube. Go check out the AK build that we're doing uh, tonight. I'm going to be working. I just put up another video yesterday of us putting in the center support tonight. I'm going to be working on heat treating, and then tomorrow and Thursday I'll probably work on populating the barrel. And then maybe by this weekend, I'll be ready for a test fire. But uh, go check it out. We're doing it step by step. In. The barrel's already in. What do you mean? barrel's already in. Got to populate it. So we got to put the front sight on, get gas block, drill the gas hole. There's a lot more to do on that. Oh, drill the gas hole. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just got to drill the gas hole. Everybody yeah. got to do that. Yeah. Every now and then, I guess, if you need to do that, it. That's what they call it at Cherry Grove on Fire Island. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Um, um, and <laughs> there has been some there has been some interest in the shirt that I'm wearing. So if right. I can figure out a company that hosts shirts or whatnot, I'll work on adding that up there. And does Hank have one of those shirts? Uh, uh, actually, he was supposed I did. to be wearing did, one tonight. Oh, was I supposed I to wear it? Uh, I, didn't I thought realize. he might have, but I didn't realize I was no. supposed to wear it. But there it goes. Boom. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah so I there will be working on getting those 
somewhere where you guys can buy them. What's the name of the guy that uh, made these? What's the Bruce? Uh, Bruce Lud- London, London, I think yeah, is his name. He's on the Instagram. Of, just, a, just a dude off Instagram made him for me. Really yeah. nice. Looks like Dragon Ball Z character. <laughs> the, the logo, the logo on the shirt looks like Dragon Ball Z character. All right. Uh, so, well, I am. Everybody knows that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So thanks to everyone, everyone on the panel for coming in tonight. It was great. A lot of fun. Um, so here's the thing. Tomorrow we have Colin Noir coming on the show. So be here or be square if you got something something to ask or whatever, come on in, um, and we're, we're going to have that conversation tomorrow night. Then we'll be off uh, Thursday and Friday, and obviously the weekend, which we're always off for the holidays. We'll be working, making videos and things like that, and celebrating the Fourth of July, America. So uh, yeah, join us tomorrow, and Independence uh, Day. Yeah, Independence Day, and today we celebrate our Independence Day. You know what that that do you ever saw that movie Independence Day? Ever saw that movie? Oh, that's yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I know Smith. what you're talking about now. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah. So there you go. All right. So thanks a lot, guys. It was fun. I will see you all tomorrow. Uh, same bat time, same bat place. We'll be here doing it. Uh, any last words from you guys? I'm just jealous. Babyface has got a cool logo. He's got a great right. growing channel. He's right. about 20 years younger than me. He's <laughs> getting married to a nice make, girl. He's make got a lathe. Make mill. your own logo. Make your own logo. You know, have right. a guy in a plane throwing money out of the plane, and then it says "Flying Rich." Flying? No, it needs to say "Flying Grinch." You need a Grinch <laughs> in a plane. <laughs> throwing out money. Throwing out money. money out the window. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Any last words here? Um, get out there, train, shoot competition, but whatever you do, just have fun. Awesome. Okay. And babyface P go check me out. I need subscribers. Do it now. Yes. Okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> Let's go get it now. <laughs> we are out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya. Peace.